Are we opening with the music? No, I don't want to. We can't. We'll get sued. Well, we might not. Well, only if they listen to it. It's a great song. Sounds like putting on the Ritz remix. A little bit. So it's actually um, Caravan Place? Caravan Palace. Palace. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Caravan or Caravan? Ask Pete. Caravan. It's Caravan Caravan Palace. Palace. They're pretty sweet, actually. Lone Digger. They're like techno swing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I found this a couple years ago. I liked it a lot. So this sisters is, are better. So this is episode thirteen. Ooh, lucky. that's the unlucky episode thirteen. We didn't skip thirteen like uh like, like everybody else is elevator to. floor or something. Nope. But welcome back to episode thirteen of the she's hot of the she's hot show. <laughs> Right, the audio podcaster. We just look at pictures and tell you who's hot, (laughs) with no description. No description. She's hot. Oh, she's not that hot. She's hot. She's not hot. She's hot. She's not hot. Ooh, I wish you could see her. (laughs) Brought to you by steak. That's right. I'm your host, Jaybo. Joined this week with Pete, Yay, Danon, Yellow, and Ken. Oh hi. Oh, he's fine. Somebody finally said something different. I'm so Ken's feisty today. Sorry, I was distracted. Yeah, what were you distracted by? Hot. Things I care about. Hotness. <laughs> what, what was that oh, one particular thing there? Starfish mm-hmm. with boobs. What was that thing yeah, there? Yeah, it, it was a starfish with boobs ornament. <laughs> Classic ornament. Earlier we were talking, before we started recording, about Pete's adventures with funny uh, ornaments from Hobby Lobby. Oh, man. There's some weird ones out there. Yep. Starfish stacked. Stacked. Stacked starfish. So it was a... It was a Ornament of a starfish. Yep. A bikini-clad stacked starfish. With, like, quadruple Ds. Interesting. I wonder if we can find a picture of that. I don't know. Probably wouldn't be hot. Somebody's probably selling one on eBay. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know about you guys, but last night I walked Breaking... I watched Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) It's a terrible 80s breakdancing movie. Wow. And Ice-T is in it, and he's really skinny and young, and it's weird and freaky. Does he solve a murder? No, he was not breakdancing, but he was rapping pretty hard while people were breakdancing around him. Wow. No, they had to save their community center, so they broke dance to save it. (laughs) That sounds like it would be a really great show. (laughs) It was horrible. It sounds exactly like how you would save a community center. Right? I mean, how else would you do it? Like, what else would you do to save your community center? I I would do exactly that. So was it going to get bulldozed, or was it something else? It was was, a white guy, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure it was a white guy. developer. It was always a white guy. It was a white real estate developer. Yep, had to do that. And he wanted to take down the community center and build a mall. Ooh, the dream all, of every white want, developer. The, the dream of every white real estate developer, man. Build them all. Right. Yeah, go into the inner city, take a small piece of land that means nothing to no one except for those people, turn it into a mall. Yep, that was See, it. I was hoping it was going to be an apartment complex that they couldn't afford. Right. No, no, it was a community center, and they had to raise, they had to raise money to... To you know, so it didn't go into tax foreclosure too. So they threw a big break dancing party. So was it like a thousand dollars they needed? No, they needed two hundred thousand dollars. They 
How are they? they I'm impressed by the breakdancing skills. Okay, now I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask a couple of questions here because go ahead, you know, go ahead. Um, I watched it. Okay. Okay. Um, community center. Right. Is either owned by the city. Correct. Or some other nonprofit entity. Right. It was owned by a nonprofit. Then they don't pay property taxes. Well, I didn't write the movie, Ken. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying they're tax exempt. They, right. They, they don't pay property. I mean, you know how. I work for a tax exempt organization, and our tax bill usually amounts to about three hundred dollars a year for all the property that we own because we don't pay tax on the property, but we pay like you know millage costs and things like that. Right. So, in order for them to rack up a two hundred thousand dollar tax bill, they would have to they would have to have been accumulating that debt since like the founding of the republic. They probably. I'm just, did. I'm just saying. They probably didn't think they ever had to pay. But anyways, mm. so they were able to raise one hundred fifty thousand, so and close. then. And then the dad of the girl that was the star who hated her breakdancing friends decided that he was going to give the $50,000 because he loved all the kids and what they did for the communities. Where did he come up with 50 Because in the rich. beginning of the movie, he thought they were hoodlums. Oh, yeah. And then he oh, was yeah. totally turned around. And oh, yeah. thought that she was spending, he thought his daughter was spending too much time on the wrong side of the tracks. So you haven't even seen this movie, and I know how it goes. Oh, he was so, so very in racist movie. in this movie. And then suddenly just, boom. Was he a white guy? Oh, yeah, he was a white guy. And the main girl was a white uh, white girl, but you know what? Now that I mentioned it, now that I think about it, they were the, she was the only white girl in the entire show. Well, th- that makes sense. And one of the co-stars yeah, was married to Sonny Bono. White people Bono don't live in poor areas where, the, where property values are cheap that they could you know buy it and cheaply build a mall. Right. Yeah, whatever. That's, Anyways, yeah. they they had a break dance you know, show and they raised all their money and everybody was happy at the end I'm and they were sorry, breaking it down and flipping and spinning and stuff. What version Pocking, of any popping and locking breakdance bake sale that you can get a hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Well, actually, two hundred thousand dollars. Well, I mean, yeah, the dead well, yeah, came the through 50, in the, the end, but... the one, which makes you think he probably could have come through in the beginning, just chose not to. No, his racism right. stopped him. <laughs> <laughs> uh... No one could see past his MAGA hat. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't see past that. I mean, this was in 1984, six, I think six, and this was no, it was 84, and this was Breaking Two. This was the second one. I didn't even Wait. see. I didn't even see Breaking. Maybe the first one explains where that debt came from. And right, it I, I'm it was thinking probably. I'm thinking probably not. But if you look into it, Breaking was made in 1984, and Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo, was made in 1984. That's when they were trying to save like their their, their neighborhood. Right. They were both made in the same then... year. Because apparently Breaking was so hot that they immediately did a sequel. That's why the plot is so thin. They they didn't have time to write a quality storyline because they were like, oh, we got to get this into production and out to theaters. The co-star, the co-star of this show, I forget his name, sadly, played Robot Bill in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Just so you know, because he could dance like a robot. So what was the name of the movie? Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. I apparently need to rewatch Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yes, you do because it's. We were great. just talking about Bill and Ted earlier. We were. We were talking about Bill and Ted's ex- excellent adventure uh, minutes ago. Wondering if I should uh, show that to my kids yet, or is it too soon? No, it's not too soon for Bill and Ted. Oh, there's a third one. That one doesn't have like surprise, like. No. Humor and bad taste, we'll say. There's not like a no. random sex scene thrown in there. No, it's there's... Like, it's, it's not it's, like it's, our podcast where we just start talking, you know, the sex like happens in the middle of the, of yeah. the, of the, of the whole thing. We're not, we're not 
Axl Rose recording him having sex with someone yeah, in the middle know. of his album. I mean, the, wor- the worst part about the whole thing is then they find out that, you know, George Carlin, who's in that movie, is dead now. That's sad. Oh. It does make me sad. You just oh. broke my heart. I miss George. If George were here, he would have so much to say about this. Oh, my this. God. He's, I'm, I'm a little bit happy he's not here to see this because he would just die. I'm not happy. I wish he was here because I want to hear it. Did you hear me say that there is actually a third one? A third breaking? Breaking. Yep. It was called Rappin', also known as Breakdance 3. Ha! Uh, Rappin'. was made, but had uh, an unconnected plot and different lead actors. Only Ice-T was featured in all three movies. He's the Eugene Levy of the Breaking series. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to tell you guys. I, number one, I'm never going to watch the third part or the first part. But the second one has a breakdance fight scene. Yes. Where two rival breakdance gangs fought each other with dance. Oh. So they really were like punching and kicking each other, but so like they Zoolander, were break that, punching so that, and kicking each other so where, and break so dodging where, the punches. That's where Zoolander got the idea. Well, probably. Right. So I mean, was it a little capoeira, or were they just like totally just breakdancing? They were breakdancing each other. They were no. It was worked into the dance. Like they'd throw a breakdance punch, and the other guy would breakdance dodge it. <laughs> it has to be seen to be believed. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It was probably the worst thing I've seen. And at the end, somehow some team won you didn't know. And the guy screams, TKO! And the other team just kind of gets in their car and drives off. And you don't really know what happened. But you're just giddy because you watched the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. He's the of the fight uh, victory. Then they must have won by points. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's it right there. That's the battle song. This is the song that they, that they played while they broke dance fought. Oh, that's left is combat. That's yeah, right. Buddy. Oh, they're in straight up like uh, leather with spikes and stuff. Oh yeah, they do it. They're decked out, and they got the whole like. It's, bro- prob- it's a broken. It's underneath a bridge, and there's like fifty broken down cars tore apart. Yeah, it might be. Is the- there a random trash can fire? Yes. Oh, no, no, not a no, fire. No, I don't see a fire yet. But there are a couple trash cans. At one point, a dry a guy comes and out with nunchucks. A lot of pointing. Yeah. A guy comes out with nunchucks, and then guys pick up a garbage can and use them as the lids as shields. But they never actually hit each other. They just kind of dance around. A lot of of just hand motions, too. They're they're not really breakdancing. They're just waving their hands around. This is what happens when the theater kids get into a fight. The nunchucks just showed up. The nunchucks showed up. It's, uh, It's probably the most 80s movie ever made. I mean, I would put it up right up there with, like, like, girls just want to have fun or something like that. Some really ridiculous 80s, obviously 80s movie. Right. This is it. Or Thrashing. Remember Thrashing? Or Totally Rad. The bike movie. Oh. Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming, Gleaming the, cube. the Cube. No, I like Thrashing, though. It was like Josh Brolin. Right after he did Goonies, he, like, grew up a little bit and then, per- like, portrayed a skateboarder. Well, for a second there, I thought they were actually going to fight. Oh. oh, they broke out the cardboard. Oh, yeah, they bring out the cover so they, they can spin. Mid-fight? Yeah. No, they can spin on it. I know, but mid-fight, they yeah. went and got ca- car- yeah. cardboard oh, yeah. to bring to their fist yeah, fight for right. sure. and now so it's that gone. they could spin better. Correct. The spot where it is, it's gone, though. That makes yeah. sense. I simultaneously love and hate West Side Story for introducing the idea of oh, choreographed dance. the cardboard's returned. Into yeah. American lexicon of cinema. Oh, instead of a mic drop, he did a spray can drop. 
Oh yeah, I forgot oh, about that. He was tagging the whole time. Yeah, there's some were some were tagging. Oh, yeah, that guy. He's kind of half deaf. In one year, he didn't even know they were fighting. He was just over there painting away. Yeah, he didn't even know they were around. making a movie. What? Oh, what are you guys doing? Trying. I'm out of here. He didn't know they were making a movie. He was just kind of in the background spray painting. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, it, it almost has to be seen to be believed because it's so ridiculous. So I got to ask, why? <laughs> right? Yeah. There has to be the reason okay, wait, wait, why. Wait, wait, wait. So here's the tri- Here's the weird thing about it is I didn't pick it. I didn't pick it. We were flipping through. I was actually not even do. I was actually doing work at home, just in front of the TV. Oh, now I now I know you're lying. No, it's true and. Because we're just, we've been so busy, but Faith was flipping through the channels and like here's some breaking two electric boogaloo, and I look up, I'm like, oh, that's probably going to be hilarious, and she started it, and it just the magic happened. Right. So you asked for it. You're I kind of asked. In, for you it. couldn't get out now. You're I kind of like, asked for it, and then once so, you got so deep into this so ridiculousness, yeah. Now there is one. There is another pretty awesome scene, and I actually looked it up because I was curious. They borrowed the rotating house from Nightmare on Elm Street. If you can remember where the girl right. goes up at the ceiling, and a guy break dances while the house is rotating, and it's pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Huh? It's well, pretty good. How did they explain that? Why that happened? They didn't. They just. <laughs> nope. He just dances up mid- walls, and he's like spinning on the ceiling, and and a girl walks in and was like looks up like oh, and then they just start breaking it down while this house is slowly spinning, and he's dancing around on all the walls and everything. It's actually kind of a sweet scene. But it, it's impossible. <laughs> it's... Right. I mean, so there's no other weird, supernatural anything. Nope, that's it. No explanation of why the house is nope, going Nope, they just anywhere. probably thought it would be a pretty sweet thing to do, and they did it. Right. One of their friends has a key to the back lot at Warner Brothers, and they're <laughs> like, man, let's go do this house thing. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah. I don't recommend it, <laughs> but there are some pretty... If you like ridiculous, cheesy crap, which I, I'm kind of a fan of, then, yeah, you need to watch at least some... Mm-hmm parts of that movie they'll put that on the list and it got five out of ten stars on imdb go figure probably i'm sure there at the time this came out this was probably like the bee's knees well breaking one apparently was anyways what are we supposed to be talking about today today besides breaking two speaking of movies kevin hart quit the oscars because somebody called him out for some tweets, apparently. Oh, my god! In the past. As a comedian. Right. Were they detrimental to American society? Were they blatant lies in the face of world politics? Probably. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were anti-gay. I feel like the... Yeah, they were anti-gay. Oh. That's what they were. Yeah, but he was alive in the 80s and 90s. Everything was anti-gay. Well, yeah, have you seen Eddie Murphy Raw? Oh, it's you, horrible. Have you seen fourth grade? <laughs> I'm sorry, but they were. Thinking, we said not. Nice have you things. seen Facebook having never today? met a gay person ever? Mm-hmm. That was the worst insult you could have. Right. But you know, and that's by the true. way, oh, well, you're also retarded. Oh yeah, that's Remember right. That, that, yeah. that word was in common usage back in the. 80s. It was, it but was. It, it's still. It was better than getting called a fag. Yeah, in the eighties they threw that word around a lot. Oh, yeah. all the time. All the time. It's in movies. Yes. It's in like all the eighties movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's the jock go to put down. Oh, instantly. Yeah. And it might speaking of Josh Berlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But but it is the jock go to put down. Who was also bag. recently asked to not host the Oscars. 
Actually, nobody's going to host the Oscars. That's or, not true. Or, or not, did they find somebody? No, but I'm sure Billy Crystal will show up again like he always does. Or Ellen DeGeneres. Right. But uninvited. Yeah. He's just well, going like, to show up on well, stage like and Crystal, no one's going to know how to um, make him. He stepped in once before. Like yeah. last minute. Because he doesn't really have anything else going on. No, he doesn't. He's done. I mean, well, he's got a pile of money. It's not like he like. Needs he's to... done until he gets old looking. He, he is, is old, old looking. looking. Have you seen him? No, not recently. Don't get. I, I love Billy Crystal, and I, I I would I would I would finance the production of City Slickers three myself. <laughs> but is he going to be curly he's this time? Pretty old. He, he actually looks younger in makeup in Princess Bride. He doesn't look that old. <laughs> We're just kidding. Billy Crystal, we love you. Yeah, you can come on our podcast. Yeah, if you want to come on our podcast, we'll you invite can, you too. You can yeah. slap Ken. Speaking, Pe- speaking of old-looking people, people and fight movies, you. I'm just going to mention that bef- a while back I mentioned the Christmas Chronicles, the Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie. That was I funny. heard it was absolutely terrible. Uh, actually, it's uh, it, it, it's got a 68% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And it streamed a massive 20 million streams the f- its first week on Netflix. Well, it's because Kurt Russell's awesome, that's why. It, 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 object- I enjoyed the movie very much. And uh, for those of you who, uh, who, under- who would understand the connection, Goldie Hawn has a cameo as Mrs. Claus at the end. Spoiler alert. Oh, my goodness. Well, you just ruined it for everybody. I did, yeah. We talked about that. Completely, we talked about that last completely week. Completely unrelated to the, uh, to the plot, though. It's oh, yeah. It's just like, you know, she showed up. As a little last-minute cameo, and I, it was adorable. I have to say that I, I enjoyed watching it. So it wasn't like the best movie of the year or anything, but it was a good time waster on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it'd have to be used to waste time. Well, that's what most movies are. <laughs> I know. So especially Christmas movies. Yeah. So do we do we actually care if the Oscars have a host? Do we care about the Oscars anymore? I was going to say, do we do we care? Period. Do we care about award shows? Do we care about Oscars, Golden Globes, Grammys? Do we care? Nope. I've never in my entire life watched a Grammys telecast. Neither have I. Um, I've never decided to watch a movie or not watch a movie based on its uh, ratings or you know what, what nominations this got for the Oscars or the Golden Globes or anything else. Have you ever watched a movie because it won an Oscar? Yes. No. no. Um, yes, because if there's two movies and you're like, which one should we go see? This one, I heard it did well at the Oscars, and I heard nothing about it. This one, I've just heard nothing about it. Maybe go see the Oscar one because other people said that it was going to be better. Yeah, I tend to look at other things. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, see what, you know ratings it gets there as opposed to whether or not it's been nominated for awards now i have been interested in award shows from the perspective of i saw lincoln i think daniel day lewis was fantastic i'd love you know i want want to see if he wins um and i think what we've learned over the years is is that if daniel day lewis is nominated for an oscar he's going to win so what movie have you seen he did lose to gary oldman well which is you know you can take that loss what movie have you seen that after you saw it won an Oscar, and you thought to yourself while you're watching it, this movie deserves an Oscar. Lincoln. Lincoln? I Mine um, was uh, The Artist. I was def- the Artist was fantastic. The Artist totally deserved its Oscar. Um, the uh, the Churchill movie that Gary Oldman won the Oscar for. Oh. Um, the Post. So Spotlight. Do you th- so do you think the Oscars at least are somewhat legit as, in, as far as awarding 
I movies think as that they're deserving? Deser- awarding deserving movies, yes. Um, I think that... At the, in the same breath, I also think that the trouble that they've, uh, the controversy they've they've incited in recent years about being not, you know, the lack of diversity and things like that are completely deserved um, and very well founded. Uh, but in terms of like, I don't know, I don't get excited about the Oscars. I get excited about the Golden Globes because it's more fun. I get excited about, I like the Tonys because I'm a theater nerd from way back in the day. Uh, you know? So... So what's not legit? Like Grammys are pretty much just bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah, gr- Grammy a Grammy award means nothing objectively. It means you sold nothing. the most. Yeah, it really <laughs> it doesn't mean that you had the best. But music. even if you look at look at people who won a Grammy in the past and they come out with and they, they, you know five Grammys Grammy awards one year, they, it's a huge album and then they're completely you know they're, they're they're in obscurity now. You don't really think about them after that. There aren't you haven't met a lot of consistent year over year hit makers. That, that are winning Grammys. Because music, in general, is just so transitive that ever, you're just moving from one thing to another. It's whatever, what's the big thing now? Seems reasonable. Now, now I know uh, J-Bo likes the Oscars, but for a different reason than you would think. I like the Oscars because... It's a good way of finding movies that are different. I don't really pay attention. I mean, it's cool to see who wins Best Picture, but that's not like the category I always look for. I want to find out who had the best soundtrack, who had the best cinematography, who had the best audio mixing, who had the best editing. You know, those are kind of things I like looking at because those are helpful because then I like to go watch those movies and then see why that got the award. I, I will say I do. I do enjoy uh, seeing who won best original song. I, I always enjoy that. Like, uh, it's always something that's you know fun to watch. But other than that, for other award shows and stuff of that nature, I don't care. Oh, and I love red carpet. What's red carpet? Mm-hmm. I like watching the red carpet before the show. You know, when the, everybody's arriving. Well, that's the worst. Oh, that's the worst. I, I, that's my. That's that's one of my guilty pleasures. I love it. Oh, it's that's okay. totally okay. guilty pleasure. I will, like, I will my allow God, I can't guilty pleasure. Wearing that or, um, yeah. So you it's always like, the women, too, because the guys, like, they consistently wear the same thing. Do you watch, like, the Entertainment Network or something where it's just all gossip bullshit? I watch E. Oh, boy. I'll watch, well, in the past I've watched whatever's on because whatever whatever's live streaming because we didn't have cable for the longest time. But I'll watch, you know, Entertainment Tonight or whatever, whoever's... So let me ask you guys this: <clears throat> What award show would you be interested in? What would you watch? Like, what award show needs to exist? The Oscars. That's the only other one that. That's the only one that needs to exist. You think so? There's like you should. You don't want to watch something awards for um, wrestling or comics or or toy oh. design. So you want to try to pull things in that don't exist? That's what I just said. When I want when I think about heated <laughs> competition, I, I, I want to um, I want them to televise a Nobel. The Nobel. Who wins? Yeah, that would be sweet. I want to see them deliberating over the over who wins the Nobel. Yeah, that would be fun to watch, probably. Um, But then again, I watch Question Time in the House of Parliament, so I'm weird. I do. I think that would be cool, actually. I love watching Question Time. By the way, I do watch the Slammys already, so I can't knock that one. But do they do they televise the Razzies? No, they should. Somebody should pick. There should be a web stream on that at least. Yeah. What do you think, Danan? 
what what award would you want to see? Well, having heard it from Ken, I was wondering about the Nobel Prize, but really more in the deliberation process, really for any of these, is just getting at least a snippet of why anything made it in, what put one over the top over the other, like if they had any real reasons or if really once it gets down to that, if it is kind of political of like, oh, well, these people and we kind of owe them or like it's his turn or whatever, or if it's just like pure philosophy on the merits of the the prize or whatever they're talking about or the pulitzer like yeah. deliberating for the pulitzer prize i wouldn't want to watch the uh you know the the, the process for the man booker prize because that's really just them reading <laughs> i want to sit and watch somebody read reading to me and then his voice has to be soothing but um okay. what if it was read to you by morgan freeman oh yeah if morgan freeman was a man booker judge yeah i'd be all about that well i think if you had background information like the oscars like this is why we this is why this one, this particular yeah. scene, or this particular, you know, this piece of writing for this scene is why we gave it to them. Because probably what happens is a lot of money changes hands, because whoever gets an Oscar is set to make a ton of money. Especially the actors and actresses, because they could say, hey, I won an Oscar, I'm in a new, hey, you know, I earning. just got a raise. I just got a raise. So I'm sure money changes hands, and that probably kind of sways the judges here and there, but... I think knowing why they won would make it more fun to me. But I just don't think they ever want to tell people why. They don't even let the they don't even let you know who judges. Oh yeah, no, it's all some committee. Well, the Oscars are the members, the voting members of the uh, Academy. Are they? Yeah, it's no. the the the, uh, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys. Um, members who people who are members of the Motion Picture Association of America, whatever uh-huh. the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, I should say, um, are the ones who vote. No. Well, I'd like to know why. And the Golden Globes is the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and everybody who's a member of that, which is basically foreign papers who have reporters in Hollywood to um, cover entertainment news. They're members of the association. They vote on who wins the Golden Globe Awards. It's 6,000 people. Yeah. 6,000? 6,000 people. I guess that makes the winners a little bit more legit, don't it? Yeah. It's hard to bribe 6,000 people. Right. Well, you don't have to bribe success people. You just have to you just have to bribe, bribe the guys from Price Waterhouse Coopers who tabulate the votes. That's right. true. You do. You really only need to bribe four people. Fair, unless they start doing it live, like uh, America's Got Talent or one of right. those shows where things get voted on. Is there electoral college for? Oh, wait, no, no. What I'm, I'm thinking of America's Funniest Oscars? Home Videos actually, where they have the little thing at their seats and everybody in the audience gets to vote. Oh. Does anybody ever? Did anybody ever think America's Funniest Home Videos were funny? Always. America's a fu- couple of them. Yeah. I, li- I like to watch. I like to watch people running into things. It's like my favorite thing ever. <sighs> yeah, but now you can watch that any time. I know, day. and I do. My kids love those videos. Oh man, all the time. If I can see somebody, if I can see somebody riding into a, a like riding their bicycle along, and a car door opens, I will watch that fifty six times in a row, and laugh every time. Oh. No, it it hurts me to watch those things now. Like being old and having like fallen. Yeah, but I'm comforted. Like, oh Jesus! That, I'm comforted by the hurt. knowledge that it's not me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but, but you know how it feels to take one in the pills and let you still laugh when somebody takes one in the pills. Sure, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean you know I, I I've scorpioned off the end of a slide too, but you know, <laughs> doesn't mean I don't like watching a wipeout. <laughs> it's not on oh, anymore. Yeah. I know, but you know. Yeah, there's a lot. That's of that sad, stuff. by the way. I know. I used to love watching Wipeout. I just wanted to, to I would, take my chance at the, the obstacle course. Okay. I think it looks like fun, doesn't it? I, yeah. I'd totally do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd get wrecked and hurt, but I'd I re- totally I remember do it. the first time I made it across the balls. 
right. without falling in the water. And it was like, oh, it is possible. It, it's possible. It can be done. I want to try it. She was like four foot yeah. two and from Alaska or something like that. She was totally cool. I want to try it. Too bad that course doesn't exist anymore. I think I think some foreign um, company bought it, and now they put those courses in like different um, countries. And because I know Britain has a show, but it's taped in Argentina, so it's like really? British. Yeah, it's like the British people are running the course, but the course is in Argentina. That's I totally can see the Argentinians like, like yeah, right. about, yeah. It'd be great if the Argentinians like sabotage the course or something because they're still pissed off about the Falklands. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just. But but maybe maybe I'm saying they have some Argentinians that do it and they broadcast a show Argen- there. Too. Argentines, yeah, Argentines. Argentines, I think is Argentinians. Argentinians? I want to say Argentines. Ar- Ar- Argentinians. Um, I don't but know. Like, Argentos. But it, it's like <laughs> those. If you're people. referring to like the Argentine <laughs> military, it's it, Argentine is the word. Oh, didn't mm. know that. Anyways, them they have <laughs> they have a show down there. I'm sure. They probably just like make a ton of shows and put them all over the world, and that's how they make money. They have one course, they have, like just... a different flag hanging behind it. Well, no? like, yeah, they just change the flag. Them. It's like there's 34 different Dancing with the Stars. It's right. Yeah. Every country's got their own. Right. Every country has their own B-list celebrities. C, D. How far D-list. down do you have to I'm be? Probably D. Well, Kathy Griffin was on there, so D-list. Oh, right. Self-proclaimed, anyway. So what would we be? But but, but Len, Good- but only two countries get to have Len Goodman. We'd probably be double A. Oh, we wouldn't even make it on the list. We'd, we wouldn't even be Z. <laughs> yeah, my, my life, my lifelong dream of dancing with uh, with Kim Johnson is just not going to happen. Oh, we're not even Z list stars. No, we're like you know how far can you how far over can you go in XL? Like, that's right. <laughs> triple Z F Q or something. I don't even know. He's looking it up. <laughs> I am. How far can last... you go over an XL? <laughs> What's the last uh, actually, column in XL? You can actually, yeah. There's you can you can go so far down. There's there's only so many rows in XL. Is it a perfect square? Are there, is is no. there the exact same number of rows? There's columns. No, no, because it's, it's the, the, the columns aren't because the cells aren't square. It's one million forty-eight thousand five hundred seventy-six rows by sixteen thousand three hundred eighty-four columns. It's so we're different. there. <laughs> that's us that's where we are in the spectrum of who's going to be on Dancing with the Stars <laughs> awesome. if that were a box screw that's where we'd be <laughs> Ken I think you have a really high chance of getting onto that show one day why is that I just think that I'm going I'm to be the breakout celebrity from the Vlix podcast right oh man that would be so, so great we should feel you know what you know what I always wanted to, to see if it and like wondered if it would be actually be able what if you're dancing with the not stars <laughs> Like just like random people so the local have to audition dancing and they get right. and they just get randomly picked and brought on the show and dance with the dance with the professionals and it, it I think I'd be I, I would be more entertained because I'd be relating to them as people oh hell yeah as opposed to you know celebrities there you go ABC is there an age Take limit it. or are we popping hips on this thing oh no let's do there, it uh, we popping and locking. So we can watch we can watch break into electric boogaloo beforehand. Speaking of age, just a quick tidbit. We now have the official oldest skydiver ever at 102 years old. Nice. Yeah, she jumped out of a plane for yeah, her birthday. George H. W. Bush dies and people just start breaking his records. Yep. Sad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wasn't the oldest to begin with. But. Well, I don't know. She might not be either, but at least he was like 85 or something, 90 or something like the last time he did it. Yeah, she was over 100. It's impressive. She wiry. Granny spry. 
No, not really. Oh. I feel like she'd be spry. If it's a tandem jump, honestly, you just she have like, to not fall out. Or die on the way down. Right. If you're that age. Don't break a hip. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I don't think that they'd take somebody who, you know, had chronic bronchitis or you know, something of that nature who's 102 and, and like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking she probably, like, well, still lives on her own and, you know, does things for herself and stuff. She's still probably pretty active. But really, though, shouldn't they give them the option? Like, hey... You're probably not going to survive this. Do you want to just go do it anyway? It probably no. should be an option, right? I feel like... We See, have... I feel like the the person who lives on their own, and you'd be like, ah, oh, fuck it, I've had a good run. Yeah, let's go do this. As opposed to someone who like you know lives in a nursing home, she's like, ah, no. I'm still waiting for my kids to come visit. I think there should be more options. He's not wrong. <laughs> you can never have enough options it's the American dream mm-hmm. it's all about choices does the American dream still exist you say I no? don't know people people keep coming here looking for it yeah but is it a fairy tale to them yes and once you know. get here you realize that it's not real <laughs> well the, the middle class is disappearing and the middle class lifestyle is used to be what the American dream was really mm-hmm. the possibility of making it rich you know where you can you can go from being flat broke to a billionaire within your lifetime isn't really the American dream it never was it was kind of like an extreme I think it was like you know security a comfortable house and a a secure job and you could raise your family and you know I think that was the American dream but no I think the, the billionaire thing is the new American dream I was reading something that everybody thinks that they're millionaires and waiting which is hilarious yeah. to me because the likelihood of you going from flat broke to being a billionaire in your life, the, the possibility is that it's actually gone down in the last 30 years. Well, that's because Statistically speaking, they don't less let possible. you. Right, and then you're not allowed to anymore. You're not yeah, that's allowed why, to. That's why um, there's actually a lot of research about that, why uh, people think that they're you know going to be rich at some point. They're, everybody's excited. Well, everybody's going everybody's to be rich concerned for the day they're going to be rich. Yep, that's all we're waiting for. That's one why, day that, that's why everybody rich. wants lower taxes. Because one day they're going to be taxing your income, and I don't want to pay that much of my income to taxes, because I'm going to be rich one day. No. One day we'll come, and we'll, all four of us will be rich. And then I can get on Dancing with the Stars. I know, we tried that. That's though. how you, you do it. buy your way on the show. And have Kim Johnson would have to come out of retirement. I can't even remember what her name is now. She's married now. It's not Kim Johnson, but she'd have to come out of retirement to do something. All right, so the, the put this back into perspective. I think that there are too many award shows. Not everybody should get a trophy, but the Oscars are still relevant. Okay. Okay. I think I mean, there are the right number of award shows. Um, and I think, I think that, we already decided there aren't enough because we're going to make one. Given, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think that given spoiler. the number of movies that get made in a year versus the number of that actually get nominated for awards... We're not handing out trophies to everybody. And the Oscars are the movie awards. Well, I didn't mean we were handing out awards to... Too many awards for the Oscars. It was just awards in general. I know. What I'm saying is, given the number of movies that are made in a year versus the number of more movies get nominated for an award of any kind, whether it be, you know, best, best, best picture at the Cannes Film Festival or something... The number, the number of ones that get selected for, possi- for possibly winning an award versus the number of movies made is still relatively small. Yeah, that's true. 
And when it comes to like you know big international movie awards, the Oscars is the one for movies. Golden Globes is movies and TV. Emmys are strictly for TV. Grammys are strictly for music. Well, is Oscars international? They have best foreign feature. And some British films have been nominated. I mean, you know, other foreign, like uh, technically speaking, I don't believe the artist was a was a, was an American film. It was French, it was but French. it's still like calling the World Series the World Series, even though even, it's even only we're American the only country teams. That, that plays. Yeah. Well, and there's there's three. Well, Canadian there's Canadian teams. teams. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Because of Canada, it's the World Series. It's like having the Miss, the Miss Universe pageant, but not having anybody from Venus to represent. I wonder what happened yeah. if we have a Mexican team. Like from Mexico, I think we'd be more likely. To, I think baseball's still huge in Cuba. I could see Cuba getting getting That's getting true. A, a, Japan, a, a major Japan league Japan team too. Honestly, yeah. I mean, like, why why isn't there? Well, there is like a, a world there is a, series. There is a there, there is a world baseball championship. Isn't that called the Olympics or something? No, there's actually a world baseball championship. Is oh. there? It's like the World Classic or something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but there's a there's an actual World Series of baseball for kids. Right, that one I've heard of, where they the actually Little League World Series, Little yeah. League World Series, and it actually is the World Series. It's actually the best team from USA against the best team from the rest of the world. So it's not really a whole. So they world. get a buy right to the no, finals. No, they have to play each state. Each state gets a team. Well, but the U.S. gets a buy. There's, yes, it's us against the world. Yeah, so, so well, let's that's say how it always like is. everything else. Let's Jeez. say the Delaware team will go up against. Usually, it's uh, China or Japan, but yeah, it's it's U.S. versus the rest of the world. Like we think it is right. So the like Japanese we're, kids, we're, like we're on one side of the bracket, and like the the rest of the world is on the other side of the bracket. Yeah, that's how it works. <sighs> okay, I'm on board with that. <laughs> Because it seems increasingly we're likely to get our asses hand to, handed to us by Brazil or something. More than likely. Like, like, like you know, the U.S. playing basketball in the Olympics. Alright, so when we come back, we're going to go over our best and worst holiday gifts. We'll be right back. So it's the best time of the year, and that's Christmas. The season of Giving. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Debatable, but go, we'll go with go it. I'm gonna, I was just go trying on. to say the same thing. It's debatable. But since so, the stockings are hung by the chimney with care, we will oh, assume. You think, oh, you think we did that with care? Silly man. No, well, there's no holes in the wall. I just kind of threw them up there. <laughs> there's no holes in the wall, so it had to be with some care. So, I want to ask you guys. Four questions. Question number one. What was the worst Christmas gift that you have ever got? I once got a VHS case full of mixed nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think that's going to win. That's great. Because <laughs> that's way better than mine. From my grandmother. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that's it. all I got from her. I love your grandmother. It was uh, one of the VHS sleeves, you know, like the, and it was she taped at the one end, and it was filled with with random mixed nuts. I don't think there were walnuts in there because they were too big. That's hilarious. What was the yeah. movie? It wasn't even a, it, it wasn't even something good. I want to say it was like <sighs> Homeward Bound Two or something. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Oh. I guess it's better than just hurling a handful of mixed nuts at you. <laughs> why not I honestly would have preferred Christmas. that. Why, why not just leave them in the original container, though? <laughs> oh, no, no, I think right. she put them in a bag and, like, dispersed them to others as well. Oh, okay. That's funny. Or she put them in a bowl. 
like for oh, everyone. Like and dump just, the bowl back out. Yeah, and then just like put some of them in the box for me, and then put the rest of them in a bowl for everybody else. You'd have to admit though that was probably actually an expensive gift. No, you don't think so? Not no. Cheap. I think it was like one of those five dollar diamond bags. Oh, okay. This is like the early nineties. I mean, like <laughs> everything was cheaper then. Yeah. Dana, what do you got? What's what's the worst gift you ever got? I don't think I ever really got terrible gifts other than, you know, socks when you were a kid. Which is one of those one weird things that like as an adult you're like, Yes, socks. These are good socks too. These these are quality oh, God, socks and God, I appreciate I lo- I lo- them. I love getting socks for Christmas. They're ones with the gold toe. Oh <laughs> yep. You know the golden good. toe? Oh, because Ken I see. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know about these I bought, I bought these socks I bought for myself because I, I wanted athletic socks that weren't white. Yeah, it's very rare. Not so much if you go to if you go to the Burlington Co. Factory and buy some gold toe. Dude, I've got I got socks when I was a kid so long ago that they still were the '80s socks with like the the red stripes on them. The tube socks. Oh, with the, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, were they like all super stretched out? Yeah. By the end of it, they wouldn't stay up on your legs. They anymore. just like rolled down to your yeah. ankle. That sucked. Do you still have them? Oh no! Oh no! I think my dad has a pair. I was like, when you when you become an adult, those those go those go by the by the wayside. I kind of want them again. Right. Anyways, to wear with your short shorts. To wear my short shorts. Damn straight. <laughs> your basketball shorts. My yeah, my short my, my short running shorts. I'm gonna piece, punch that bleaker kid right in the wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the worst I got was um, my mother's boyfriend's mother was probably 80 and she smoked like a chimney and she gave me for christmas a smoking robot <laughs> i'm not lying so, smoke bot it's, it's a smoke bot so like you put like wa- it wasn't really smoking it was steam but it looked like it was smoking it was water you put into it and then you turned it on and it made weird sounds and the head spun around and then smoke came out of its mouth <laughs> i remember this and i remember thinking i think i was probably like eight i remember thinking wow. what the Hell? Hey Pete, you want to come over to my house later and smoke? Yeah, it was kind of what it was like too. Jeez. Like I expected the robot to say that to me. <laughs> hey Pete, come smoke. That brief period Jibo. when the Marlboro Company started what, manufacturing what, what, toys. Yeah. What, what's your worst gift? Smoke and be cool, kids. Um, knock off Transformers. Like the, the like ones the from dollars. Japan? Go the, no, the dollar store version. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody always knows I like Transformers, right? Well, one time, one year, um, somebody decided to go to the dollar store and buy all the robot Transformers. <laughs> and let me tell you, I still have a, a good handful of them because they're, so that, they're that funny, but... Yeah, they're like, oh, I get you. You like all these? Are these aren't these the good ones? <laughs> are these yeah, the good ones? These are great. You know, you went to the dollar store. What do you mean? Are these the good ones? <laughs> it says dollar store on the packaging. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, knockout transformers. Um, and also one time, because um, I collect magic cards, uh, somebody decided to um, buy me magic cards, and that was the magic like trick card deck. Yeah. Like magic cards. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a funny one, too. So, so what's the worst gift you've ever given someone? The worst gift we've ever given? Yeah. Mm, a stolen uh, gas station shot glass. Ooh, nice. Who would you give it to? I, probably my brother, who never drank. 
Mine was um big <laughs> that big mouth Billy Bass. I got, oh, God. I got, oh, yeah. I got that for my dad. Oh. My dad went here because, you know, as a kid, you think that's neat. And you give it to your dad. And your dad's like, thanks, son. And then immediately throws it away. Did he actually throw it away? I don't know what happened In to it. In front of you, I hope. Because we actually still have <laughs> ours. Like, the one I got my dad is still in the basement. Does Help. it still work? Yeah. How funny would it be if he did? He's like, this is a great gift, son. He pulls the trash can over, like, makes a big show of just <laughs> dropping it in there, then kicking the can away while he's staring at me. That would be funny. He needs to that teach needs you to... valuable life lessons. Yeah, that needs to be in a Christmas movie, just so we all know. Oh, yeah. probably... That would be in our Christmas movie. I feel like it would be, yeah. It probably already is. No, I don't think so. I think we're the first ones that came up with that. Well, we better start cracking because someone's going to steal it. I right, know. One of our... Oh, four listeners. 24, <laughs> 24 listeners. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, we have 25 subscri- uh, oh. subscribers right yeah, now. Yeah, we're worth a quarter. Followers. Sorry, followers. Mm. Ken, worst. Go. Law & Order SVU Season 4 DVD Pack. Two. My wife. <laughs> Was it for you? <laughs> no. Okay. No. I knew she was a fan. I couldn't figure out what to get her that year. Uh, not surprisingly, after hearing the story, my wife and I aren't together anymore. Um, that's why. Was that the year it happened? No, actually, that's not why. Uh, there are, there are many other reasons why we're not together anymore. Um, but I really, I could not, I, like, I was coming up completely blank. I like, I had been, like, on top of the gift giving every year before that. Like, 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 hit the bar, you know. And I could not come up with anything. In, I was like desperation on the 23rd of December. I'm in Walmart. And I'm like, I'm getting this. This is what it's going to be. And I had not. She did not have seasons one through three. <laughs> you can't start with I just, four. <laughs> I bought it. I bought it because that's the one that they had on the shelf. <laughs> you started with four? <laughs> you didn't even. I like, looked for the other ones. I didn't have them. Long so Order what SVU was there? I was by, by that point. Thank I you. was uh, Law and Order SVU, not just regular Law and Order. No, no, it was it was SVU. Um, yeah, that was that that was that was my low. That was my Christmas low point. Hmm, and Ice T was there for that. That was that was <laughs> yeah, rock bottom. Yeah, that was rock bottom Christmas right there. Oh, season four, not one, not two, not three, four. Skip right to four, Ken. Call it good. Well, that's really where they found their footing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they kind of settled seasons one through three, and they really kind of got the rhythm and, and the and the, and the cast like locked down. That's that's when they started working point. in the uh, anal rape that they talk about every episode. <laughs> there was more ripped from the headline stuff in season four than any other season previous to that. Your worst. Jonathan. So this is a story. All about, All about how, how my life got tur- turned turn upside, upside down. down. <laughs> you gave season four of Fresh right. Prince to somebody? No. Right. So that's going to go on the list of words and phrases that have been completely ruined by movie and music. Right. Yes. So this is a story about how the worst gift I ever gave was a Barbie doll. Who'd you give it to? And turned into also the best gift I ever gave. Who did you give it to? I gave a Barbie doll to my little cousin Ben when he was six years old. I always made fun of him and said, you know, you know, being though I was late, early teenager, I could drive. So, you know, you give to him and go, Ben, what do you want for Christmas? You know, at Thanksgiving time, right? And he tells you all the stuff he wants and whatnot. You're like... Like, all right, well, man, maybe I should just get you a Barbie doll. And, you know, six-year-old boy, you know, he's like, no, don't give me a Barbie doll. I don't want no Barbie doll. So uh, 
that year was the year after the Xbox that came out. My grandparents had won an Xbox at Taco Bell. So me and my one does. So me and my cousins would trade off with it every two weeks. They would get it for two weeks. I would get it for two weeks. Halo Two it came out that year, and I wanted my own, so I went out and bought another Xbox. And that was my Christmas gift to them. Was just Grandma and Grandpa's Xbox is just it's just your Xbox now. You know, I got a couple other things. Got a couple games for them. Halo Two, an extra controller, whatnot, and stuff like that. So. I go and find one of my mom's old Barbie dolls, still in the box. I wrapped it up and put to bed on it. And this is when we actually still had big Christmases and stuff like that, you know. And uh, everybody would, the kids would always open their gifts individually in front of everybody, you know, and say thank you and all that kind of jazz and stuff. So he finally, I made him open my gift last. So he opens it up and he starts bawling. Like he is, he is crying, dude. Because I give him a Barbie doll, and what he a starts, jerk. he starts coming up to me, he starts punching me. <laughs> he's super, super angry. He's like, "You got me a Barbie doll. I hate you. I hate you." And uh, I'm, I'm laughing at it, you know. So then he gets even more mad because I'm laughing at him. So then I go, "Okay, go, go look behind the tree." So he goes and pulls out this big tub. Opens it up and it's the Xbox, you know, and everything. He's super excited, you know. He gets to, gets to go play Halo now and stuff like that. But so yeah, so that was my worst ever giving was a Barbie doll. And your best ever was an Xbox. Uh, actually, I would put that pretty close to the top. But I think my best ever was last year. I bought my dad a child's WWE championship belt because my dad's a champ. <laughs> Nice. So, um, another funny story of best year ever actually involves one of my exes. And, again, you know how people are. Like, oh, I don't know what I want for Christmas. And that year, she said, um, I kept teasing her and I was going to get her Boy Meets World on DVD. Now, this is, like, years and years after a show ended, right? So, I went and f- took and made about a book. I went and bought the thickest DVD case that I could find. And I went and designed out a Boy Meets World wrap for it, right? But it was with pictures of us and stuff like that as, like, the scene photos and whatnot. But it was a full Boy Meets World wrap and everything. But then inside was the actual gift, which was a Nintendo DS. But when when you first opened it up, it was Boy Meets World on DVD. Oh, she was pretty angry. <laughs> You know what would have been better? if you, Even with that DS, you'd put some mixed nuts. <laughs> just hanging out. Just hanging out there. Random mixed nuts. And, I, and, I, and I actually just want to start doing that. I'm just going to go buy, I think, tonight. It's a whole bunch of mixed nuts packages and bring them to work tomorrow and just hand them to everybody. I'll be, take it. Be like, Merry Christmas, bitches. Say it that way, too. Mm-hmm. I will. So what's the best gift you've ever given, Pete? Man, I don't know. I'm a pretty terrible gift giver. To right, be that's what I'm. I'm really my bad brain, at trying it. to think of any acceptable gifts um, I've ever given. I I gave a guy a gift of life that was bugging me. No, I'm just gift kidding. of life. Yeah, I didn't want to wreck him. That was a joke. That's a bad joke, dude. It was really bad. Bad joke, joke was bad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the way he's like, oh, you're a father, because that's what I thought earlier when he first said it too. Oh man, so I impregnated some dude. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, I gave the gift of life. 
I gave the gift of life to some dude. Oh, as in he's my son? Yeah. Oh, that's not how I meant it at all. <laughs> that's how it sounded. It probably did sound the way. I, that's I didn't bad. think that that's what you meant, Pete. Thank you, Ken. That's okay, though. Um, I have no idea. Um, I, I mean, I've given gifts that have made people happy, but I've, I've never seen anybody, like, um, super exuberant. <laughs> like, nobody's ever jumped and hugged me or anything, but they were generally happy the only one that's that that, is, that does that is my girlfriend i think that's just because she's nice to me right because she's nice to you yeah i think so i'm pretty bad gift giver man you think are you so? making a phone call i am making a phone call oh my not, there's Lord. no phone calls on the podcast <laughs> there is today unless you're ordering tacos for everybody not ordering tacos i did order tacos today though they're being delivered. Life. And the funny thing is they're being delivered to my house right now anyways danon this is why nobody likes gift. you the, the only thing I can think of is um, my daughter for her third or fourth Christmas. We got her a little kitchen playset, so that night we're all putting it together so it can be out in the living room right when she wakes up. And the box that it came in, we also cut up, rearranged, and turned into like a little playhouse, just kind of impromptu because it was there and it's like well, what the heck are we can do with this giant box it's kid sized you know like right let's do something and she loved that box still have the kitchen did not play with it nearly as much as we spent time just curled up in that little box together looking out the window it's always that we the, cut most, in it's it always the random the stuff mm-hmm. so you should have yep. put the kitchen inside the box ah, it wouldn't fit make it, it wasn't fit. that big but no that was the, like yeah, a refrigerator had to be the box. best thing <laughs> Although this year is going to be kind of fun, but it's more of a present for me. There's these, like, augmented reality laser tag guns oh, yeah. I'm super excited about. Nice. So don't let them listen. They'll be spoiled. Yeah, they're not going to listen. Oh, no. Okay. They're not allowed to listen to this. No. Anyways, We, we randomly swear too much. Yes, that's true. Damn, it's true. Ken. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it's true. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the best gift you've ever given, Sir Ken? I don't, I don't know. Um, Life. I, I'm I'm an okay giver. I'm an I'm an okay gift. I've never actually given the gift of life. Um, yeah, only Pete has. Yeah, Pete's, and you. Pete's the one. Right. Yeah, I didn't right. even know. Pete's the one. <laughs> Pete the, surprise, Pete. You're a dad. I, I don't know. I, I, I give I, it. I, every I honestly day. couldn't tell you. I, uh, <laughs> it's not helping. I tend to be like I, I tend I, I I try to give like the gift. You know, like the the, the one thing you need. I think maybe the best gift ever. I can honestly say that I know I gave someone their favorite gift ever. Um, back again when I was married. Uh, we gave my grandfather-in-law a new TV. Like, bought him a 42-inch flat-screen TV. Um, and this, they had the old tube style, and it was heavy and, and awkward, and it was starting to go out. And, uh, you know, he opened up all of his gifts and everything, and he didn't get very much from us. And he was kind of like, you know, just kind of, yeah, okay, you know, all these these gifts are all right, you know, whatever. Um, and uh, and then, he get, you know, <laughs> we bring in this giant box, and he opens it up, and he's like, just his face lights up and stuff. Um, which was the second, actually the second year, because the year before that, he mentioned wanting a leather coat, and we bought him a nice leather jacket, and he loved that too. And then, so the next year, one of the one of the little gifts he got was gloves and a hat to match the coat. Nice. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, he, he was like, you know, he walked around, and he was like the, the, the man in that leather coat. And then um, he got that TV, and he was just, like, happy. Like, every, every, all the other gifts paled by comparison to the TV. He knew that. So. Nice. What's the best gift you've ever received? A one that made me like super elated. Yeah, like on Christmas. 
Christmas gift. We're talking Christmas gift. Okay. Yeah, we're talking Christmas gifts, not birthdays. Christmas gift. Oh, Christmas gift. I think the one um, that kind of blew my mind a little bit was obviously when you're a kid. You know, because when we get gifts now, it's stuff that we need and we ask right. for. Um, Super Nintendo. Nice. I'm pretty sure the Super Nintendo was the one that... That would have been pretty exciting. Yeah, that was uh, pretty sweet when I was a kid. I remember really being happy about that. Other than that, you know, I mean, it's just the run-in-the-mill toys and the... Right. And then when you get older, you don't you don't really get gifts anymore. You don't really expect them. I mean, you get clothes, and that's exciting for you when you're older. And then when you're an adult, you just kind of get things that you need or ask for. So that was the only thing that, that was really genuinely surprising. I still, to this day, try not to... I ask people for ideas, but I don't... I try not to just buy those things that they say. Like, right. If someone hands you a shopping list, you're not going to go buy stuff on it. Right. So, like, this year, and, and last year for the most part, for the main gifts I bought, they were all just stuff I was looking around. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I I have a tendency to buy people the stuff that I know they'll, they'll like, but they won't splurge for for themselves. Like this year, I bought one of my best friends a book. It's a hundred and thirty dollar book, but I don't. Ex- it's and I know he would never. He's gonna love this book. Right. Signed copy would, of Twilight. No. That would be in the bargain bin, at Office Max, on Court Street. Yes, the closed one. <laughs> yes, the closed one. It's just sitting there. You can see it through. It's still, it is. It's still just sitting there. It's in that hall. It's in that emergency exit hallway. Actually, it was on the opposite end. It was by the bathroom doors. Because that's actually where it sat. That's where it is now. Well, that's when it, that's where it was then too. It's a big lots now. I know. It's still there. It's like a spirit of. So, so what is the best gift you've given there, Jonathan? While you're on the subject. Oh, the best gift I've ever received. Oh, I mean, the best gift you ever received. We already did the gift you given. Best gift you ever received. Um. A Sega Game Gear. Really. When? Yep. Honestly, the the only reason why I picked that one is because it's honestly the one that I remember the most as a child because of the way my parents did it. They hid the actual system on top of the fireplace. So I opened all the gifts and opened all these games for the wrong system <laughs> and all the accessories for the wrong system. And... At the end, I was like, well, that's, you know, I was a little bum, you know. And my mom says, oh, what's that one up there? And sitting on top of the fireplace is one more package. And that was it. So the one time my parents got me, you know, tricking me with gotcha. right. Santa and all that kind of cool stuff. Nice. But that's the one I, that's the one I remember the most, for all sure. Right. All right, Danon. Well, I think the the best one, the one that I remember being most excited about, you know, at the time in the moment, uh, was when I was like six or seven, got Metroplex. Oh yeah, which was pretty exciting. Yeah, that's why Jonathan knows this one. It's a transformer. It's but it was big it was, too. It was supposed to be a city, right? It's a whole oh, okay. giant one, All right. and it was pretty big for a transformer. It wasn't like 
earth shattering or anything, but it was the new ones it was gigantic. huge. It was rad. I have two of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was you know just in that sweet spot of it was exactly the thing that you wanted, right? And you got it, and you were pretty sure your parents weren't going to get it for you because it was too expensive. It was nice. Nice. All right, Ken. Christmas ornament. You got a Christmas ornament? I got a Christmas ornament. From? My girlfriend. What was the Christmas or- ornament of? Um, early in our relationship, we had gone to uh, State of Resort in Mexico. And um, we got the, you know, the bracelet because it's all inclusive and you're upgraded. So you get the bracelet and you keep the bracelet. She put the bracelet in the in, in a clear ornament with some sand and stuff like that, and you know, it's kind of a nostalgic thing. That's cool. That, that That's really a good liked. one. Um, yeah, I've, uh, it's probably my favorite. I I don't really care for like because I when I was married, I spent a lot of time like being very explicit about you know this is what I want, and then not getting that or getting some cheap version of it. Right. Um. So. <laughs> um. To have you know an actual thoughtful gift that you know somebody put time and energy into making that, that that was that was very meaningful to me um i'd rather i'd rather have a gift like that than you know something expensive or you know outlandish or anything like that right cool. two years ago i another great gift that i received was um i got a custom magic the gathering scarf someone made for me hmm. it has all the symbols on it and stuff like that oh, that's cool so yeah so but ken's right you know when they put that little personal touch into it it makes it a little bit better for sure so well listeners the four of you tell us what you feel is your best and worst gifts you've both received and have given right and comment below with your name so we could start referring to you personally yeah let us know who you are because why not just your first first name maybe we'll invite you into the show Maybe we won't. You'll never know. So when we come back, we're going to talk about people and how do they get the jobs that they're not qualified for. Is this an instructional video? Because I can... (laughs) (laughs) You can take it however you wish. But, uh, so yeah. So we'll be talking about that right when we come back. (laughs) (laughs) We will will call you Don Coyote. No, we'll get sued. That's an actual cartoon. Oh, is it? Yeah, Don Coyote and Central Panda. You can call oh, me that. that. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. Anyways, what's next? Be quick, draw McGraw and give me Baba Louie. <laughs> you guys were being funny. Sorry, sorry, recording. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> well, we can't do that. Well, we can. And I did. And All you right. can't stop me. You would. I know. I did. Bastard. That's why you're still a squire. <laughs> you're never All right, make, that part's funny. You're never going to make it to the big leagues. That's fine. I never right. planned to. All right. So people unqualifying, or sorry, Start people over. are not qualifying for the jobs that they currently have. Right. People who are not qualified, mm. you mean? Yeah. From Tokyo. Being unqualified for a job does not compute. Japanese cyber, Japan cybersecurity minister admits shunning PCs. Does it know, sorry. What a USB drive is. Like the the minister, the the guy who's the head of the cybersecurity doesn't know what a USB drive is. Correct. A Japanese minister in charge of cybersecurity has provoked 
astonishment by admitting he has never used a computer in his professional life and appearing confused by the concept of a USB drive. <clears throat> 68 years old is the deputy chief of the government cybersecurity Str strategy office and also the minister in charge of the Olympic and Paralympic Games that Tokyo will host in 2020. Those are two very disparate areas of expertise to nope. be in charge of. Since the age of 25, I have instructed my employees and secretaries so I don't use computers myself. He said in response to an opposition question in a lower house session, local media reported. So he's a crappy person that basically got put into a power and then forced his people to do his job for him and he never learned anything about it. Yep. He was also... Like every agency director ever. Pretty much. He was also ap appeared confused by the question when asked whether USB drives were in use at Japanese nuclear facilities. And he didn't know what one was. No. Unacceptable. Right. For Japan. No, for anywhere. For anywhere. I was going to say he probably has a spot vacant for him in America. Oh. oh. As uh, chief of staff. <laughs> we, 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 we seem to be counter-staffing all of our positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe that's where they got the idea from then. Except for the UN ambassador. Oh, yeah? Who's that? A talking dog? Wasn't that Fox News lady? Yeah, it was Fox News lady. Isn't that really, really bad? She's in charge of um, public affairs or something like that at state. So, okay. All right. So... If, okay. How, here, how would you... Here's the first... Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Here's the first question real quick. Have you ever got a job that you were unqualified for? Probably. Most, I mean, of my, most of my jobs I've been overqualified for. Yeah, I feel like I'm, in a lot of places I've been overqualified for most of the jobs that I've had. In fact, going you're over, interviews... You're overqualified for the job you have now. Uh, in fact, going to... I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> but, but, you know, going back to interviews that I've actually had, people have actually told me you're overqualified for this job. I've had that before, too. I've actually had one person tell me that... They're not going to hire me because he doesn't want someone with a higher degree than he has in office. I did not hear that one before yet. Nope. So, yeah. Hmm, see, and I just want to get one of those positions that I'm not qualified for. Right. Well, start applying for them. Like, I want to be chief of staff. Hmm. Yeah. Do, do you really want to be chief of staff right now? Yes. Okay. In Here's that White House? Why not? Here's my question. Here's think my the, question. Think of how fun it actually would be, though. Well, if you went there, didn't care. Of, there's nothing fun about the job. It's not supposed to be fun. But that's the point right now. Is that this would be the time to have it, and you can make it fun, right? If you if you enjoy your job, you never work a day in your life, right? Right. <laughs> because because the field that you were in is not hiring. Oh, I don't know who that was the shot at. Oh no, no, I wasn't a shot at anybody here. That's just a general statement. That's. A joke's been made before. If you if you if you if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life because the field that you want to go into isn't hiring. So Pete, you had something you were gonna ask. Yeah, my question is, um so let's let's just take the open chief of staff. How should they fill that position? A draft. A draft. They should find the most qualified candidate and be like, I'm sorry to ruin your life completely, but you work here now. Or, yeah, or do you... Isn't that uh, what they did the first time around? No. I mean, 
you can say what you want to about Ryan Priebus, and believe me, I could say plenty. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't inexperienced at running a large staff in managing day to day operations. That's kind of what he did. He would have been a sensible choice in any other administration. John Kelly, a general of the U.S. Army, I think he was in the army. He was a general. He was a general of some sort, of, of some sort, who was in charge of a large staff of people managing day to day operations. That's exactly what the chief of staff does. So you want someone, you want an experienced manager who can handle staff, run a good ship, mm-hmm. and has is able to answer to the higher ups and can tell truth to power. That's that's really what your qualifications for chief of staff need to be. Trump hasn't hired anybody who's not qualified to be chief of staff. He just he hires people who are qualified to be chief of staff and then doesn't want to have a chief of staff because it ruins his day. How do those positions seem to normally get filled, though? Right. So, how do I apply for, for president? Well, the, the, you, the hiring process you just, seems to you be just, fairly. You easy. just go on TV and you talk a lot, oh. and without really saying anything. Right. So, um, how do those positions usually get filled? There's, depending on which position we're talking about, somebody knows somebody who's you know typically the way the way that the way that old Washington used to function is you would have a chief of staff who has a, a member of your party has a good reputation among the members of the higher up hierarchy of your party um, typically they've they've served in some kind of chief of staff role before they've been chief of staff to the secretary of state or you know some cabinet level position or they you know they've run some office the office of management and budget or something like that um, again where you manage day-to-day operations and you know oversee a staff they have some kind of experience, and they're prominent party members. That's usually how a, how a position like that gets filled. If somebody knows somebody, he's like, oh, he'd be good for that. Okay, so how do people get positions that they're unqualified for? How do you get handed a job like, uh, you know, head of the Office of Cybersecurity in Japan? You know somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody owes you a favor. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a loyal person. You're a loyal member of the of the ruling party, and you're you're given some kind of patronage job. Hmm. Um, in an organization like you know, if I were to go out and apply for the executive director of you know the the local nonprofit, you know, art gallery or whatever, um, I don't really know how you get that job. I've never <laughs> I've never thought about applying for a gig like that. <laughs> Um, they say that you should typically speaking, you should apply for jobs that you don't, that you don't think you're qualified for because you will surprise yourself. So rather than, you know, get into the, get into the rut that we've all been in for where we apply for jobs that we're qualified for or actually overqualified for, but we think it'd be an easy get, they recommend that you go out and apply for jobs that are, you know, a little bit above your station. Um, because typically when somebody is hiring for a job, they set their requirements and stuff like that, and what it comes down to is, can this person do the job? Do they have, uh, you know, can the hiring manager equate your experience doing this to how you perform doing this? And, you know, what your your drive and your desire and stuff like that are. So it's really more about how you present it in there. Right. And who shows up. We've had staffing problems mm. at, at the office, and have the last three people we've hired have been the one that showed up <laughs> which does not does not make for great employees 
well, you're here, so right? I guess you know, by <clears throat> default. And and that is one way that you can get a job that you were underqualified for, even if it's receptionist, which is kind of shocking for an adult. <clears throat> how's that? How's the, how's the current one working out, by the way? She's nice. <laughs> <laughs> she She's comes to nice. work. She she keeps showing up. Uh, you know, it takes her twenty minutes to do a five minute, a two and a half minute job. Oh, um, I've had some of those in my time. Yeah, she's she's working on it. Well, and she's trying to be chipper about it, but I mean, her second cat is dying, so there's a little bit of drama. Oh, the a cat drama, a cat drama so, person. So does yeah. she enjoy the gig? I don't think so. So she's probably looking for something else. Probably, I usually find uh, logged in Indeed accounts on our <laughs> past employees. <laughs> I'm just doing this until I find something else. Yeah, find yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a debate with the last one whether or not to start applying for other jobs on her account. Just to, like, why would you, A, do this at work, and B, leave it logged in? Like, what is wrong with you? So random. That's where, that's where I want to re- rewrite somebody's resume. Mm, that would have been nice. Yeah, just for fun. And, like, post it out there and, like, you know, start getting all these random calls for... Completely unqualified. Yeah. Nuclear physicist. <laughs> right. They probably get the job. <laughs> See, that's how it happens then. Right there. That's how it happens. Somebody messes with their resume and they, you start applying for jobs that they wouldn't apply for in the first place. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know is that... They're the only person that shows up. Right. <laughs> and they get the job. And an English major becomes a nuclear physicist. Right. Head of security at the nuclear facility. <laughs> right. Oh, some people are just in charge just because, I guess, sometimes. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, or if it's a family business. Yeah. Oh, the family yeah. business. Oh, yeah, family I've been down that road a few times. Yeah, it kills you. Like, you know the son is a total nimrod. But like, gonna, they're your boss. He's going to own because, the place one day. Yeah. Yep, he's the guy. He's it. And he's, like, drunk in the corner, puking or something. Or... <laughs> Sexually harassing all the female workers. I've been, a wow. couple, I've been in a couple of situations where even the dad knew that the son was a Nimrod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but like, it's gonna, well, he's going to give it well, to him anyways. we got to keep on paying him. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, <but laughs> it's you can, not necessary. In fact, it'll teach him a lesson if That's you right. boot him. That's right. It's better for him this way. Oh, man, nepotism. Does, is nepotism is what is killing a lot of these places? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I know that it's killing the shop where my brother-in-law works and uh, a couple of other places, but not, not 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 generally speaking. I don't think that's usually the problem. Um, there are a fair few Trumps in in the White House, though, aren't there? Yeah, I'm expecting one of them to be named uh, Chief of Staff, actually. Right. I thought my favorite was the guy who mowed the lawn. The guy who mowed the lawn? Yeah, you didn't see that meme? No. Picture of Trump yelling at the kid mowing the grass if he wanted to be Chief of Staff. Oh, oh. And there was another one where he asked a uh, a plant yeah. <laughs> for uh, like a biker or something like that. They do a better maybe job. Maybe bring back Steve Bannon. Oh, oh, thank God! I hope they do. It'd be great, wouldn't it? It would be great, honestly. You know who? You know who should do it? Rudy. No, Rudy. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, that guy's a. Idiot. I think, exactly. I think Rudy Giuliani would be a better chief of staff than any of his kids, though. Oh, yes. Uh, uh. For sure. 
Yeah, but we don't want it to fail, do we? I mean, if I mean, if like if 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 three days post nine eleven, Rudy Giuliani shows up to be chief of staff, we're golden. If post mayor of New York City Rudy Giuliani shows up, we're all fucked. Do you ever see the video that him and Trump made together? Was it a rap video? I was gonna say no. It. Please <laughs> tell me it's a music video. It's not a rap video. It, it, it needs to be. It's soft porn. It's oh. Rudy they're Giuliani. Taking, they're taking a dr- bath together. And no, oh, you, you guys, haven't, you guys haven't seen it before. There's Kenny G. Sax music. Why in the would we watch it? Oh, because it's hilarious. Do not play it. Don't play it. We'll watch it off air. Just okay. Just don't, don't do it. I'm just gonna pull it up. Oh, you. He's son. gonna do it anyway. Yeah, he is. Drastic. What a jerk. Nobody cares this about is, Trump this, and Rudy. You know, this is why nobody likes you, right? <laughs> not, do it anyway. Nah, I don't care. This is why you haven't achieved higher than Squire. Every time you're, you're never going to go pro over. if you keep this up. I'm fine with that. No, you're not. Uh, Rudy <laughs> and Trump in a fetish bean video. God, that's not that's not what it is. Well, then it should be. It was for a charity dinner, actually. Oh, so it was all nice. Did they do a this skit? Yeah, they did. Adorable. Pre-presidency. This is. Oh, this is way pre-presidency. Way way back in the did day. Did they do a skit? Uh, this was in 2000. Was it actual Rudy Giuliani or was it James Woods playing Rudy Giuliani? It's Rudy Giuliani dressed in drag. Because I'd like to see James Woods as Rudy Giuliani. Wait, did Trump sexually assault him? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> please say, please Trump. say Trump grabbed him by the pussy. <laughs> like, I feel like Trump could right. get confused with something like that. Oh, no, no. That's what happened is they, they did that one. Grabbed him by the pussy as part of the gag. And then Trump got such a great laugh. It's his go-to. From then on, it's just grabbing that's people he, by the that's pussy. That's what he was talking it's, about in that tape. Right. He was, was actually the, talking about the skinny dude with Giuliani. Ah. See, fa- <laughs> this thing is hilarious. Mainstream media has got it all wrong. All wrong. It was at church camp anyway. It was. It was innocent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a cat. Church yeah. Camp. It, it, Trump walked up and stole his cat. And it was his cat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is the best thing. Ever. Uh, when you're, when you're working at the Humane Society, you just reach up and They're, you grab those pussies. That's yeah, fine. Oh, <laughs> Does sexually assault him? Does he really? <laughs> he just he just buried his head in, her. in oh. the breast. Oh yeah, yeah. And and now he's kissing them. <laughs> oh, this is the best thing ever. Okay, this segment's gone completely off the rails. It wasn't even on rails to be. How do you get? How, how do you get a job that you're not qualified for? Well, you tell them that you're going to lock her up. Number one, <laughs> you you apply. Yeah, number one, apply. Number two, pray. Number two, just show up. Right. Show up. Number three, get the Russians to help you. <laughs> Talk about all the things that you've never done, but make it sound like you did them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What I, happened? It's what always, happened? It's always my, I don't know how people get jobs that they It just kind of have. boggles your mind. It does. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad you chose this topic. <laughs> Being that you have really nothing to contribute to it. Exactly. Uh, he contributed the video of Trump, you know, molesting. Yeah, that, Judy that, that's really difficult to, to to listen to on an audio podcast. <laughs> I didn't play it. Thank you. Anywho, pulled it up. Anywho, so people get jobs that they're not qualified for. End of story. <laughs> Depending on where it is, it's patronage, nepotism, overreaching, or just pie in the sky, winging a prayer, let's give this a whirl and see what happens. Right. So take a book? So my recommendation? Yes. Take a look. Go apply for a job that you don't think you're qualified for. 
quarterback. <laughs> Detroit Lions. <clears throat> so this jackass part of a podcast is going to end. And when we come Thank back, um, we have a brutal. special treat for everybody. It's Tricky, Tricky Dick's Christmas list of gift ideas just for you. We'll be right back. Good afternoon, everybody. Or morning, I don't give a shit. This is Tricky Dick, and I want to talk about one of the things I hate most in the world. Those happy little shitty Christmas carolers. All they do is come to your door, you're in there with your honey, you're naked under the bearskin rug in front of the fire. And here they come, knocking on your door. Hello, we're gonna sing a song for you for Christmas. No, do you see me here? I'm buck naked. With my honey. This is Christmas to me. I don't even put on clothes until after December 25th. But here they come, singing their Christmas carols. All these neat little hippie, stinky kids. And their stinky parents. Thinking they're great. Nobody needs them on their block. Nobody. I hope Santa Claus takes his sleigh and runs them all over as they're running down the street in terror. That's what I want to see. That's a, If Spiro was here, he would agree with me. He hates them little bastards, too. He once went outside and started taking a bat to all those little Christmas carolers. I thought it was great. It was hilarious. I went back to my honey, didn't even put any clothes on. I had a great time. That's what Christmas should be. Everybody should be naked under a bearskin rug with her honey. Or their dude, I guess. It is that kind of way nowadays. I don't even know why I should even be here. I'm only here because these guys keep me locked up in their dungeon. But at least there's no Christmas carolers. And that's coming from me, Tricky Dick. Have a great holiday. And make sure you piss off those carolers. Dana's just going to wing it. He's going to wing it better than I did. We're all going to wing it. Are we starting with one or are we starting with ten? I'm starting with number ten. Starting with ten. Mine actually aren't in any order. Do they need to be? If you're going to keep making me do ten things, then they've got to be in a fucking order. Okay, fine. Mine are in an order. Go. Number ten. For me. Being indecisive. Wait. My when num- you're my number 10, or when you have to deal with other uh, people who are Not introducing what we're talking about. What's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we should start there, right? So this is our top 10 re- things that annoy us the most. Right. N- hey. Number 11. Starting things without giving titles. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. Top 10 lists that have more than 10 things on them. Which we usually have. Well, we have honorable mentions, obviously. Well, we're not going to have honorable mentions today. But yes, number 10 for me is being indecisive. Like you being indecisive or somebody else being dealing indecisive? Dealing with people who are indecisive. Both. Right? Like walking in indecisiveness to somebody in, in the grocery store yes. aisle. Okay. And then you step left and they step right and then you step left and they yeah. step right. And or nobody cha chas in the middle. Or right. just never being able to make a decision and just being like, fuck it, just not going to do anything. I just want to yell, get out of the way, grandma, why, and then knock your basket out of her hand. You got to talk in your mic. Is that why you don't leave the house anymore? Uh, partially. Okay. So you mean like a non voter? Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, too, I guess. Oh, that's on my list, by the way. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. So my number 10 is Monopolies, both the game and the things in real life. <laughs> right. like, like Disney, who's pretty soon going to own everything. They're actually pulling Daredevil and all that from Netflix uh, now, uh, too. Uh, well, they didn't pull it. Netflix canceled it. Well, Netflix canceled it because Disney's taking the rights. That's not what I read. Well, you read the wrong thing. 
Did they buy the rights, or are the rights reverting to them? No, they got the rights for Marvel characters, I guess. I thought that came along with the Marvel deal. It did, but I think they're actually like enforcing it now. Well, I know, like, Sony owns Spider-Man, but only because they have to keep making, like, Fantastic Four. They have to make a movie every, you know, they use those characters within a certain time frame, or the rights divert to Disney. Well, or, I don't, I don't know. Divert, I'm sorry, revert to Disney. Anyways, divert, uh, divert, Disney is taking ownership of Daredevil. And they're they start had their ownership. Streaming. I know, well, they're taking it. They're going to start their streaming service. Well, that's really the point, is Disney is starting its own... That's streaming what service. I'm trying to get that's around Dis- to. That, that's Disney funding my retirement. Yeah, but monopolies, right, and such as Disney, especially the game, though. and pharmaceutical companies that are monopolies, right. All right, Dane and Ten, they'll come back though. No. No. I think I think I'm gonna put hope in general on my list, and that I don't care for it. You, you don't care for hope because it's pretty much false. Most of the time, and it's just another way to get you to try and try but what about a little that, bit harder. So you're, what about that one chance? You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> That's basically what it is. I know. <laughs> and uh, how did that work out? No. And not well. He went home alone with his weird friend. Yeah, well, he was happy about it. Ken. Top ten list. Yeah, but it, but it's low on the list. Though. It is number ten on the list. Um, well, that's good. What number of lists would you want? Like seven? No, I I, 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 I don't like l- l- ranked lists. Well, you're like, in general. Yeah, well, that's what only thing people look at nowadays is. Which is funny because you know, I like I like I like award shows. <laughs> yeah, which are basically like, okay, you're number one. <laughs> that's funny. So who gets number two in award shows? Nobody. There's no a, silver. It's a, you're, whoever gets if you're not the, first or last, whoever gets, the most, whoever gets the most buzz without winning. Oh yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, okay, I guess that would be true then. Yeah, whoever's the most. Oh, they should have won. Oh yeah. 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 All right, uh, Jonathan, you're number nine. Number nine. My computer crashing, losing work that I've spent the last three hours doing, and being to- or being told to redo something that I spent hours on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a I culprit of a that. couple of those. <laughs> What, unplugging his computer? No, no. I, I'm going to do that someday, but no, uh, making him redesign something. <laughs> Doesn't happen that often, but... It's not that often. Yeah, I'm working on a job right now that I did the same job last year, and it took, like, two months of back-and-forth emails of, like, oh, do you like this? No, I want to do this. We're going to change that thing. Oh, we're starting from scratch, are we? Okay, let's just keep moving forward this... Ah, that was annoying. I'm, I'm wondering how that's going to go when I finally get around to de- turning in... The first version, which hopefully will be correct. The last version? Right. First version will be the last version. We'll see. My number nine is Auto-Tune. I hate Auto-Tune. Should I stop using it on you then? Yes. And are you using it on me? I use it on all of us. Well, stop. There's no reason for that. I'm totally kidding. Yeah, I will slap you. No, auto-tune is the worst thing to happen to music since the 2000s. <laughs> but if you didn't have auto-tune, then they couldn't guarantee that all the singers were hot. True. That's true. But I don't listen to those singers anyways. Yeah, I don't either. Dana, number nine. 
pretty much drivers in general, which I feel like I don't know if I'm getting grumpier when I'm old or if people just really do you really don't know do how you to tell drive. people to get off your lawn yet? No, but so I, you're not old then. You're not old yet. No, no, no. Let me finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> they turn around to my driveway. Oh. And it gets annoying. And it shouldn't. So you're but at, you're the at the tires, g- they get turn, off my driveway right? and, and they, they squeak? No, well, they, they make little scuff marks oh. on my driveway. Oh, you're a driveway scuff mark guy. Well, I, there's a huge part of me that doesn't care, but then you just can't help but like, fuck, man. They just redid our, our street and they redid like the front half of my driveway. And so it's all this nice white concrete with 35 little black tire marks that aren't mine. You know, it's like, ah, fuck. And then you watch people who pull around, turn around in my driveway, like, every day. But then they'll see me in the driveway, and they, like, slow down. And then, oop, he's standing right there. I better go to the next driveway and go turn around in that one. Do you have, like, the most turned around driveway, turned around in yeah. driveway ever? I mean, wh- wh- why is it that everybody's turning around in your drive? 35? Yeah. Well, That's a high number. I, well, I'm next to the bus stop. So all, the bus gotcha. stop is gotcha, at gotcha. the first driveway on my street. That's where the kids stand. I'm the next one. Makes perfect so sense. Yeah, every single day. Yep. The same people turn around in my driveway. And then anyone else who just happened to have turned in the wrong street. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I drive a couple of broken bottles out there. <laughs> There's something about, I don't know if it's just being a homeowner or old or a guy, that it. There's a there's a part of me that's just furious all the time at that. Mostly don't care because it's a driveway. It's not because it's broken. It's not like the driveway <laughs> right. doesn't work anymore. Well, my driveway is circular, so if somebody's turning around in my driveway, they're driving all the way through the driveway. Yeah. They do? They don't just use I've the had, front? I've had some. No, no. They, they, they see it's a circle driveway and there's something blocking their way all the way through. All the way through. That deserves broken bottles. For oh, sure. <laughs> Jeez. I want one of those. I want one of those retractable tack strips that the highway patrol uses. Oh, I was gonna say like the drive-in theater has the right. reverse ones. Yeah, oh, you can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't get out. Except for there's two of them. It doesn't matter which way you pull. Right. It's, it's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you get to that one spot, right. your tire is in between both sets. Yeah. So you're, they hit the first there. one and think, "Oh, I'm going the right direction," mm-hmm. and then they're caught between them. <laughs> they just have to sit there until they have to or go those, knock on your door. Or, or, or those like, retractable yeah. ballers that. <laughs> Like sink down in the ground. Oh. Like see somebody pulling the one end and just hit that button at the other end. They come up. You ever seen the guy take off his oil pan with that thing? Right, I remember seeing National Treasure Two where they took off the back bumper. No, uh, this guy was in a hurry, so it was coming down, and it wasn't down all the way just yet. And he started to go, and he hit it, and it was his oil pan. And oh. as he backs up a little bit, and he takes off, there's just a big pile of oil. That's nice. not good. All right, Ken, number nine. Number nine, people who don't participate in civic obligations. Oh, that's your nine And voting. yet still have comments to make. Yeah, they so don't people, So people anything. who don't vote and complain about the government, and people who don't, because it used to be people who, who, who ditch jury duty but complain about the OJ verdict. Like, go to jury duty, it's your job. Right. <laughs> and vote. It's, it's, it's literally, like, that's your obligation to the country. That's, that's what you have to do. I got sent to jury duty once. That, your job, that's, that's a job for you that's named in the Constitution. And you don't do it. I got sent to jury duty once and I got sent home the first day. Well, that's because you're a jerk. I know. I know a guilty man and that looks like a guilty man. <laughs> exactly. right. He also got sent home with a contempt citation. <laughs> <laughs> right. You me 
immediately walk in and be like, oh, it's one of them blacks, isn't it? Like, <laughs> just like the, say the worst thing you can think of. Actually, I just went philosophical, and the defense like loved me, and the prosecutor was like, he can go home. <laughs> what, is, what did you say? Like, what is guilty, really? Uh, pretty much, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, my statement What's a was... sandwich? <laughs> oh, no, oh. No. We haven't brought up sandwiches in a while. It's good. We had sandwiches today for lunch. They're really good. Yeah, was it wrapped completely in bread? Uh, actually, it pretty much was. <laughs> Mine actually was. All right, Jonathan, number eight. Uh, people looking at their phone when you're talking to them in person. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. really annoying when that happens. As Pete's doing it right now, but he's only doing it because that's where his list is. I think. No, it's no, he was oh, your list is on paper. Never mind. He was just doing that to spite you. I was. I, I picked it up as soon as you said that. Sorry, I'm still looking at Jody Sweeten. I'm not gonna lie. I do it also sometimes. It just you know happens. But there are certain people who are in my life where it happens a lot more than it should. So yeah. Yeah, I, that's more or less on my list of just the way that people will ignore human interaction for meaningless internet interaction. Like, when you know they're just scrolling Facebook, they're not checking work emails or talking to their, you know, parents about something happening the next day. They're literally just seeing what else is interesting besides you. And it's so... As you're trying to converse with them? Oh, yeah, or just living your life when you're like, hey... I mean, we're both sitting on the couch and you want to sit there and scroll through Facebook, by all means, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number eight, pajamas in public. It drives me absolutely up the wall. Like onesies or like jammy pants jammy and pants. slippers? Jammy pants and slippers in public. like onesies too. Like yeah, on onesies a, too. On an adult in the middle of the day. But how oh, else yeah. are you going to know you're better than people? Well, you know, I once, <laughs> I once thought about that. I'm like, if I some... just know. <laughs> right? I just know. <laughs> So like like, like the tit right. you just know like I'm just but doesn't it help to know like oh I don't need I'm the, better than you I don't I don't need their validation <laughs> I put on pants today well what's well, yeah there's that hey. but there's also when you think about it if they're leaving let's say it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and they're out in their pajamas that means they haven't washed today that's not necessarily oh, true you can see those people no because time. why would you wash and then put on pajamas to go out that let doesn't me, make any sense let me tell you about the most annoying experience I ever had in a store and it didn't involve and I've been in a lot of stores, and I th- we all work in retail, and we know what this is like. But this, honest to God, I was in Walmart on Corona Road one day. Of course it was And there was a woman, two women, pajamas, mm-hmm. house slippers. Right. Coach thrown on. Of course. Kid. Yes. Four years old, in a onesie, Obvious. in the cart, 2.30 sure. in the afternoon. Exactly. Like, why the hell is the kid in a one Like, he just, he just woke up. Oh, that's the the least weird part about that to me. Kids like their pajamas, and why would you fight with them if you're not even going to work? But just the whole—I mean, this is the standard that you're raising your kid to. Exactly. Well, it's all about standards, man. At least put on pants in the morning. Real pants, not uh-huh. pajama pants. Right? Oh, why not? Oh no, I—I I, I was at the. <laughs> Every time I go to the city office, for example, when you're in city hall. It's a good. It's a good place. Anyway, any government building, I, I would say, you you become keenly aware of how many people wear sweatpants as part of their everyday wardrobe. Wasn't it sad? Mm-hmm. Like coat, nice boots, 
sweatpants. Disgusting. Right, and a lot of them are not even like the athletic wear. Like you're trying no, to be sporty. No, not like I just came from yoga. Straight up, no, no, yeah, this like is, ratty yeah. sweatpants. Yeah, these are these are like champion Walmart five dollar nasty sweatpants. They're pilly and they have yep. the elastic on the on the on the ankle. Yeah, and they're never yeah. quality. No, they, no, no, no. These were good sweatpants. People who buy quality people, people, people who buy quality sweatpants wear regular clothes every day. <laughs> right, that's true. All right, all right, Dana, you're number eight. I'm gonna go with annoying people again, and uh, people who don't bathe and not every day not every other day just like when you're wondering how many weeks it's been and why do you smell like that i mean people that aren't homeless yeah okay people that come into your office and purchase glasses with their insurance like what the hell like you have a job you have insurance and you can't be bothered to like bathe on a regular basis. Yeah, like I people who, who who don't stop making your office smell after they've left. Like it lingers, kind of people. Cat piss lady. <sighs> like how? Uh, like seriously bad. Do you remember her from? I, I feel like oh, mental problems. It's gotta be, but what the wasn't hell? That I she mean, the weed lady too. No, 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 that wasn't weed lady. Oh, okay. There's yeah. usually a woman coming. We called oh. her, we called her cat piss lady because she yeah. she was an attorney. She was an attorney? She was an attorney. She reeked of cat piss. You know they like, don't smell it, though. You know that, right? Oh, I know. But, the ki- but, but like, the cats, like, peed on the, her- the sweatpants and sweatshirt that she was wearing. <laughs> the cats peed on them, and she just threw them on. I mean, obviously, she was nose, blind, nose deaf, but, oh, my God. Yeah. And, it, and that, talk about lingering. But, that, yeah, that I, I, yeah I'll, 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 I'll agree with you on that one. Because I don't understand. To me, the shower is the highlight of the day. Of just relaxing, warm oh, water. I took a shower this morning. I did not want to get out. Exactly. No. Like, why Why wouldn't you I'm take gonna, regular I'm showers? Stay here. It's so nice. And we almost never run out of hot water here. It's so great. Number eight, Ken. Number eight. People who uh, stare into their phones at stoplights. Oh. And like, then miss the light change? Then the light changes, and they're just sitting there looking at their phone. Or people who, people who are on their phones while they're driving, period. Which is also a tie with people who drive with earbuds in. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. Also dangerous, I would, I, I would think. I, I feel that I way about still... people that ride their bikes with earbuds in. Like, I couldn't do that. No, no yeah. I, 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 it would make me too nervous. Exactly. But, I don't trust people. Yeah, no. I, I hate sitting in a light behind somebody who's obviously visibly on their phone. And the light changes and they're just sitting there. And then they look up and they're like, oh, maybe I should go. Yeah, You can always tell. Because there's that real heavy foot on the gas as soon as they finally notice what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> or some, or if you're like you're driving down the expressway, and there's a there's a vehicle going 70 in the fast lane, and they're kind of they're kind of riding the line, and you pass them and they're looking and they're, and they're buried in their phone. Mm-hmm. It's like you're creating traffic hazards on a number of levels. Please stop. All right, Jonathan, number seven. Forgetting passwords. Oh, like God. you or yeah. other people? Both. Passwords in general. Passwords in general. I guess that's how you could put it. Just passwords in general yeah. then. But forgetting passwords. Yeah. But there's always the other password to that account that you never really go to. And you're like a little bit scared every time you have to log to into it. Because you're like, I really don't remember what this password is. And you're just trying the usual suspects. It's like, maybe it's this one. Right. I hope I can get to the thing that's mine. Oh, <laughs> nope. Not today. Is there, and there's some places that after three misses, you're out, buddy. 
Right. Oh yeah. And, and it, at some at some point, we all have the same password, and we know all the passwords to all of our accounts because it's the same one. Right. And then we have to change one, and then it's like, is it this one or is it that one? And then, oh, I haven't logged in here in three months. Is it this one or this one or the one that I was using? You know, yeah. That, it actually happened to me this week where it was a system for work, and I hadn't logged into it in forever. Yep, I know what it and is. And I had to call the help desk for them to re- – because yeah. I didn't know what email address. I got nine email addresses at work. And I'm like, I don't know which one they use when I created this account five years ago. Yeah, I, for my uh, bank, Security Credit Union, uh, has the worst, it's the very safe password system where there's like a password and there's a PIN and there's security questions and there's like all this stuff and God help you if you forget what one of those fucking things is because you can't reset any one of them and also you can't redo the answers to your questions unless you have the other thing reset first so if you can't do that thing but you gotta you gotta have this one done before you can get the other one and every time i forget my password because that's the only place that i really forget my password it's like two weeks and involves the post office and the help desk (laughs) at the bank and two car rides to a specific branch notary, to get it sorted out. In a notary out. public. <laughs> right. But not theirs in the office. you got to go to a different that's one. Right. That's right. That's right. Because they don't know who you are. It's uh, ridiculous. That is ridiculous. All right. My number seven. Christmas before Thanksgiving. Annoys oh. me. The Christmas carols, the decorations, all of that jazz annoys me. Christmas starts for me. After Thanksgiving Day. Actually, that night. Like, I'll get home after the meal, and I'll put up my tree. That is my official start to Christmas. I don't want to hear about it until then. And this is coming from retail, where I used to work at a store, where we would start getting Christmas in, in June. That's So, <laughs> I am done with Christmas, and, you know, I don't want to hear about it until the night of Thanksgiving. That is a, a reasonable beginning. To the Christmas season, I feel like it's reasonable, right? You mm-hmm. get a whole, you still get more than a well, okay, a whole month, basically, to celebrate Christmas. You don't need any more than that. What do you need more than that for? I don't get it. Well, you need more time for for shopping. I guess. Well, that's what they want. Yeah. All right, day number seven. Well, in that same th- theme, um, questions were the only answers ever. Money. Like, oh, hey, should we do this thing? It seems like it would make other people happy. Like, no, no, money. We, we're we not making money on this thing. Or why is that thing going to get made? It makes everybody's life so much more difficult. And they're like, oh, but money. We're, that's why you have to do these things. That's why you have to own all of these kind of things. That's why there's a monopoly on this thing, because money. Like, why is it insulin? Is it $600 instead of 12 Oh, because money. Yeah, but that's like a, a life-saving drug. Wouldn't that... Make more sense to no no money. Oh, okay, sure, sure. I Jonathan agree. and I deal with that <laughs> a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Ken, seven. The erosion of holidays. <laughs> That's funny how our sevens kind of synced up. A they kind of yeah, they kind they kind of have like his like you know you're talking about Christmas before Thanksgiving, right? Danny's talking about money, and I'm and my thing is like you know holidays. And we've talked about this before on this podcast. You used to have to go out and make sure you had everything the day before the holiday because you were not going to find an open store. Right. But now every day is just, every day is the same as the one before. There's no, There are no days with special meanings anymore. That's true. And Should it used there to be? be? That, like, I think so. I think that, first of all, 
we would not crash the economy by 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 realistically observing holidays in a meaningful way. Okay, I I get that. Even Halloween. But do we have to have holidays? Yes. Yes. Sure. Why not? Holidays are fun. Otherwise, it's work all the time and murder. <laughs> you got to break it up a little bit. Like we don't. No, we don't need to have holidays, but. Holidays are markers. That's how we mark our progress through the year. Summer starts at Memorial Day. It ends in Labor Day. Thanksgiving is when you get together with your family and have turkey. Christmas is when you get together with your family and have ham. How There's how, presents. Would you ever see your family without holidays? Mostly no. No. There's presents, like Ken said. I have my, I, I have, we, have, we have family dinners a couple times a year. Where people come over and, you know, we'll cook out or something like that. Because getting to the point in, in our lives where we all have our own individual families and, and those families are growing. So we want to, you know, the holidays, like Christmas, my sister's going to be there with her kids and her grandkids. So before Christmas, everybody, you know, the family will get together and have a have a thing. Um, but they, the, the meaning of holidays has become lessened in our natural, in, in our national um, identity and and that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. All right, Jonathan, number six. Slow internet connections. <laughs> this is funny. I wonder how kids deal with it anymore because we're used to like the old dial-up connections. So like oh this still seems fast for us sometimes. But oh, any of that? I mean, spending an hour and a half trying to download a movie and then it fails. Like uh, spending that... half an hour downloading a, a a thirty second clip from LimeWire. I mean, right? They don't understand. They don't. They don't understand. The struggle's not real for them. No. Do you yeah. ever have it where, where you're? Do, where, where where do you get slow internet connections these days? Because I've well, got just, like one hundred and fifty down, forty six meg up. I mean, just every so often, you know, just the network in a certain area will get bogged for a little while sometimes. Right. Or it depends on where you're standing. Like if you're in a school. Oh yeah. Or well, one of those buildings where there's like technically it still has service but your phone won't really like load you're like scroll facebook used to three be you, three yeah. things down and it's like oh crap. used to be when you were in the back <laughs> of the mire right you right know? any <laughs> anywhere past anywhere past row 46 at michigan stadium because uh, <laughs> you're in a giant hole there's no internet there's no there's no that's right yeah because yeah. you're people don't People outside of Michigan that have never been to Michigan Stadium, they don't understand that that's actually in the ground. It's yeah. the stadium is below ground level. You walk in, at, you, you walk in at like row sixty-eight. Yep, you you walk and you go in, down. Yep, you walk in in like the upper tier from from ground level. So people don't realize that. Yeah, it was funny the first time Kirby and I went there. I pointed because we we came in uh, the south side of the stadium and there's this pine tree and you know it goes up over the top of the stadium and stuff and. You know, from where we were sitting, we're in like row twenty-eight or something like that. We're way down in the bowl, and I look up and I'm like, "That tree's at ground level," and she's like, "What? Oh my god, you're right." It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> you're in you're you're down in there, but there's no cell service down there. No, no. So my number six <clears throat> is floaties in your drink. Any <clears throat> type of floaties, even when they're supposed to be there. Like I can't drink pulp orange juice. And I can't drink like, <laughs> and I can't drink like tea with like weird leaves and stuff floating in the bottom of it. Floaties in your drink annoy the hell out of me. So Pete's never coming over for tea. <laughs> See, I was I was on board with you until you started knocking orange juice. The pulpy ones are the best. I, oh, yeah, I disagree, man. Oh, the more pulp, that's... the better. I want to chew that stuff. Oh, oh God, no. no. 
loudly. Oh, man. Like an old man eating chili in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's disgusting. The first part of Finding Floaties, I'm way on board with. But it's more like when you grab a glass, get a glass of water because you're super thirsty, just chug half of it and then look in the cup. And there's like a fly And then you're like, oh, the fuck. What is the there's just like weird white flaky shits and you're like I don't know how much of that I just drank. And it's that feeling afterwards where you discover the floaties. Yes, yes. Um number six, Dana. Come back to me. Okay. Number six, Ken. Flip flops. You hate I love flip flops. I I like flip flops if you're going to the beach. Right. But just like every day. Oh, I wear them every day in the summer. I'll wear them in stores. I'll yeah, wear them with whores. You're one of those people. <laughs> in cars. In bars. <laughs> I'll just, wear them in a I box. St- but yours don't make the sound, I don't think. No, mine are like the high-end flip Yeah, those fo- the foam ones that are like flap, 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 flap. Every, well, every you also have to know how to walk in flip-flops. There's a way to walk in them that doesn't actually flip or flop. Well, you have to go slow enough. No, That's... you can still run. You can do it. No, I mean to not flap. Oh, you oh, have okay. to be super chill in your flip flops and just stroll but everywhere. Pete, Pete, let me ask you this: if you yeah. were going, if you were going to the White House, yes, would you mm. wear your flip flops? Well, no, in the summer, ever, no, never. I would never wear flip. In fact, when we went to the White House to visit it, I dressed up. I wore nice shoes. I wore you know a collared shirt. You know pants. I so I if you were going up. to let, let let's say you're going to go to the Christmas pops at Whiting. Sure. Would you wear flip flops? Hell no! I dress up for that if because you go, that's if something you, you dress you, up for. If you, yeah, if you, if you're going in, if you, depending on the situation you're going to be in, like I said, flip flops have a place. They have their place, and I prefer that place to be at the beach. But I understand that you know that people wear them around in the. Oh, summertime. I go in stores. That's fine. And stuff, I wear yeah. I wear sandals in the summertime, not flip flops, but I wear sandals. But the fact that they've become like universal footwear. In the same way that sweatpants have become universal clothing, I just I can't I can't do it. it. I can't get on board with it. Well, you shouldn't be wearing that in a place that requires you to pay honor to. Like when you go to a show, people don't dress up for that anymore, and that's no, kind of like no, honoring that really the bo- performance. That really bothers me. It bothers me too because I mean it's not on my list, but it does bother me because I make the effort. I put on a shirt and a tie. And and I go out there because I feel like I'm you know respecting the performers and their art by actually making an appearance, you know, of myself. And then there's people that show up in like rock and roll t-shirts and jeans and flip flops to a really nice show. And I don't know how when that started. That it feels like that's happened within our lifetime. I feel like mm-hmm. it's the change was there because I still remember the old days where if you didn't dress up, you were the guy that got shunned. Right. Right. Yeah, people looked at you sideways because right. you weren't at least wearing a polo shirt. Something. And now it's like you know I'm gonna wear sh- I'm gonna wear cargo shorts and a and, and a t-shirt and a hat like yeah. a baseball cap. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We still get looked at that way. Who does? The people you're talking about. Oh, do you? Well, you know, dress up then. Right. <laughs> the number you're six. You're one of the problems. Uh, people who don't follow the rules at movies. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Because there, there's, there's a time that you can talk. There's time to put the phone away. There's time we're watching the movie. There's rules. And there people, people who don't follow the rules are the, are the reason I was able to watch Fantastic Beasts five times and only pay once, though. <laughs> Why would you watch it five times? Because there's a lot of stuff. You, you, you want to you pick up all the Easter eggs. 
Oh, okay. But you can't because usually the pirated copies are so shadowy. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. Anyway, also Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, nice. It was oh. really grainy though. Uh, I yeah. can only see a silhouette of a man. Oh my oh, word! You're watching oh, her to do it. You're watching her to do it. I was—I thought you were talking about screeners. <laughs> right. No, to... I love screener copies. Screener copies are the worst. Why don't you just wait for a DVD rip? Anyways, this is us going back to our limeware days. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, uh, five. Uh, number five. Repeating myself because the person who I'm speaking with isn't paying attention. Ken. Mm, right. Mine. Mine is actually that, but. Uh, in specific circumstances, where I'm at the drive-through at a fast food place, <laughs> and like, please go ahead with your order, and I tell them my order, and then they have to like have me repeat it twice because they weren't right. ready to punch it into the thing at the t- at that time. It happened to me the other day, and they read it back to me, and they don't get it right. You know, I always ask if they're ready. Like, this, like I, I absolutely will not. with your order, and I say, "Are you ready?" I, will, I say, I, it, I, oh, God, I, I "Are you?" I absolutely will not. So, yeah, you know, I, I make them speak to me before that before I start talking. And what's really funny is that to them, you're on their list of most annoying things. <laughs> I know it. I know 100%. Hey, I was on the other side of that. I work drive through McDonald's. Because I know how it goes. Ma- yeah, I think, I think the people who are like, you know, get annoyed by that are the vast majority of them are not the majority of fast food workers. They're the ones who actually know how to do their job. Right. Yeah, that would be the other thing. Like the opposite list is like fast food workers who like get it done, who, who know this comes and this and this and this and out the door. Thank you very much. And they're not trying to chat with you. They're not trying to make friends. They know why you're there. listening. I used to love going to the Boyne City McDonald's on a weekday for lunch because it wasn't full of teenage dropouts working there. This was middle-aged women who came in and worked a lunch shift, breakfast and lunch, because the kids were all in school. And your food was hot. It was fresh. It was ready to go. You pull up to the window, they hand you your food, they give you a pleasant smile, you're on your way. It was beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, women, but people who, who people who aren't ready to, who want my order but aren't ready to punch it in, drives right. me crazy. So I'll, I'll put that on my list. Uh, anyone who works at Tim Hortons, because they are the fucking worst. <laughs> Is this your number five? Yeah, this, this, I'm, I'm making this. General? Have you ever been to one that wasn't complete garbage run by morons? Yes, I was one. I like their coffee. And I will go to a Tim Hortons, but I swear to every fucking one I've ever been to, they'll get it wrong. They're good another thing. They'll give you the – you never know what you're going to get when you go in there. And and it's all of them. It's like somehow a company-wide policy of hiring complete gibbering idiots. And I so don't back in, understand. Back in 97 <laughs> when the first Tim Hortons opened in Fenton and it, was, and it was staffed by the people I used to work with when it was a Hardee's, it was great. Everybody knew what they were doing. That was, that was a good staff. That was a good crew. The only time I've ever had a good experience to Hortons. All right. So my number five is uh, movie sequels past number three. <laughs> I hate that. Like, I'll give you the trilogy, and there are exceptions. Right. What about Fair. Leonard Part Six? <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm talking about, like, Triple... Or what is that? Fast and the Furious and... And freaking uh, Saw. Batman. Yeah, just... (laughs) Batman doesn't even get the trilogy. Unless it's the the Nolan trilogy. Yeah, or Halloween, or Friday the 13th, or movies past... Sequel movies past three. Are just such a blatant money grab that I just just can't stand it. Again, like, money. The answer is money. money. I was going to say, you know, even even in your past three, I hear... 
past two, but I'll give you the third just to be nice. <laughs> I, I do. Like, I'll give you the trilogy, right? Because there's some sweet trilogies, but it's just... And, and there are some exceptions. Like, I guess you can count Star Wars as an exception. It's a Canyon. trio of trilogies. It's a trio of trilogies. A trilogy of trilogies? A trilogy of trilogies, I guess. Yeah. Um, did you give your five? The middle one sucked. <laughs> the last one was pretty bad, yeah. Completely unnecessary lines. Unnecessary lines? Unnecessary lines. Uh, Example, sir. Uh, going to the Secretary of State's office. <laughs> Would you have to go through the We're going to close every Secretary of State's office in the county and funnel everybody into this one and make them wait for 90 minutes no matter what they need to have done. I love that. Right. That's my favorite. What I, what, the, the, the only saving grace to that is the fact that I can make an appointment online now and walk in three minutes before my, my number gets called and walk past all the people who are sitting there <laughs> and getting the stink eye from them because they're stu- too stupid to make an appointment. Right. But the fact that they unnecessarily closed a bunch of Secretary of State's offices. and Just to create... Just to, just to, just to create more efficiency, which never really creates more efficiency. No. Jonathan, number four. I hate small talk. Mm, I was. Just oh, thinking. so you hate our podcast? Um, and it's the reason why I don't make new friends, and I no longer talk to old friends. Oh, dirty dude! Right. Exactly. So I'm, when I talk to you about the weather tomorrow, right? <laughs> Specifically, have a really long conversation about how weather is different sometimes. Well, it's not necessarily like if you come up to me and we have small talk. I don't hate that part of it. like you want to go and say how's the weather, what did you do have for dinner last night, whatever. That's fine. But there's no sense in me reaching out to a friend when all we're going to do is small talk. Are they really a friend then? Exactly. I have no friends. I've just been, I, you know, the fact for the past couple of weeks, especially doing the podcast every week, I've actually been missing like in-depth J-Bo conversations. Really? Yes. Oh. I need him. I need him to come over on a non-podcast night so we can just hang out. There you go. Philosophize. You can philosophize. All right, my number four is <laughs> hypocrites. I so cannot all stand hypocrites. Right. I try very hard to not be a hypocrite. And a lot of things. And if I know I'm a hypocrite, that's really hard to do. I don't complain about it because I'm part of the problem. And I cannot stand hypocrites. And they're everywhere, especially in politics. I feel like everybody in politics has no shame. They're all hypocritical and they don't give a shit. No. They used to pretend to give a they shit. Don't they don't even pretend anymore. They don't even pretend. No, they're just straight to. up hypocrites. I cannot stand those people. And, and this probably started when I was a kid when you knew your teacher was lying to you. Because she told you not to smoke, and then she's out there smoking. You know? That just kills me. Right. I hate Your math that. teacher's breath smells like well, whiskey. Well, it's like in third grade. <laughs> exactly. But like, like in third grade when, when, the, when Columbus discovered America, and except, you know, in seventh grade he didn't discover America. And well, that's not really hypocritical. You're just supposed to be fine with it. It's not being really hypocritical of them. That's just being just poorly informed. Well, no, because your teacher knows that Columbus didn't discover America. Right. She should, or he should, yeah. I don't know. Ridiculous. Dana, number four, do we need to go to Ken? Well, I'm trying to think of one that's not um, some version of people I hate, uh, but I can't think of it. Ken, Mostly. four. <laughs> You're the disappearing of morals from American life. Yep. That'll do it. That's why we got what we got. That's why we're the situation we are. I think that went out with the suits that we wore every day. 
That's actually, actually I that's I don't a, think so. Oddly enough, it's the next thing on my list. Oh well, we'll get to that in a second. So, do you have a four? Well, um, oh, I had something in my head, and then it went away. Bad um, forgetting things. All goddamn time. cell phone photographers. No, I, if you can get something good out of it, that's fine. I I mourn the death of photography, uh, in general, but. If I was gonna say that, it would be. I'm gonna take a black and white Facebook. picture of this chair with a shadow next behind it. No, the <laughs> ones I hate are the super shitty pictures of your family or whoever or whatever the thing you're looking at, your food, but just really terrible pictures. But then everybody's like, "Oh, this is a great picture." It's like, no, it's objectively terrible. That's what I was. Talking and you should about. be shamed for it. The greatest picture yeah. I ever took was was of a handful of uh, strawberry frosted mini wheats. <laughs> I'm and, not even joking. And as long as it was a good one, honestly. Pure, purely like, by accident. Best picture I've ever taken. There you go. Yeah. Jabo, number three. Uh, waiting for my turn to talk because everyone talks over me. What's that? <laughs> uh, Is that uh, really uh, your Ed, number three? Yes. Yeah, no, yes really... I will show you this. And I have not typed it out since I happened earlier or every episode of this podcast. But that was my number three. I'm surprised it's not your number one. No, you'll be—you'll actually have to wait to see my number one. What does that mean? Well, wait and find out. Okay, well... He's not going to talk about it here. He's going to interject it into the podcast. Oh, you're going to interject it? With a knife. Oh. Stab, stab, stab. You're going to stab it in. Scoff, scoff, scoff. Number three. That was my number three. My number three. Oh, okay. Is things that get stuck in your teeth. Like, for instance... Ooh, popcorn. Popcorn skin. Popcorn skin. Oh. Yeah. Peanut skin. I, I thought I thought there was a comma in there, and I was really disturbed at whatever Next it is you were eating. Next is foreskin. No. Popcorn, <laughs> comma, skin. Yeah. No, popcorn skin. <laughs> yeah, there's no popcorn. comma. There's no skin. Popcorn skin. <laughs> whatever. Hair and bones when you're eating people. Wait, I there's a thing it. called popcorn skin? Yeah, it's like that film. It doesn't happen. What is yeah, it with this film thing again when you're well, eating you, stuff? When you're the eating popcorn. The thing like that gets stuck in your teeth. The puffy popcorn. Yeah. And there's that little thin little layer of skin right at the edge by the by what was the kernel. Yeah. So that's just not part of the kernel? No. It's like oh. the outside part of the kernel. I've just always it's... called it the kernel. Oh, when no, it no, pops no, open, the kernel. The case. Like the inside of the kernel. Yeah. Is okay. what, the, the inside of the kernel is what pops. Of, of, so it breaks open. Yeah. Of the things that you get stuck in your teeth, that is the number one Technic- worst. I, th- I think it's the shell. I think it, I it's, think it's the, shell. the kernel shell. Kernel shell. It's the worst thing to get stuck in your teeth. But I particularly hate eating something stuck in my teeth when I'm somewhere where I don't have a toothpick or gloss. And you have to like try to get your nail in there and get it out. Oh, You can't stop sucking. Like I had to like, today. Like, like a straw. Crunch. Like you increase like a straw and try and get it out. Yeah, it's the worst. you can get your hands on. To, yeah. yeah. Borrow a dirty hunting knife just because you're something. desperate to make it stop. Just take that tooth out. Yeah. Well, excuse me. Do you have any thread I can borrow? Just yeah. Ken, you're up. Number three. The fact that we don't dress up anymore. Like yeah. I do. But even I don't dress to the extent that people used to. I mean, you know, the the, 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 the milk delivery guy used to wear a tie. I mean, you know. There right. used to be a milk delivery guy. There used to be a milk delivery guy, yeah. But, you know, every, people wore a three-piece suit as part of their everyday wardrobe. I mean. When do you think that stopped and why? 60s? Was it the 70s? greaser the Right greaser about the 50s? time they invented No, no, no. It wasn't because the establishment was still pretty, pretty firmly ensconced in the 50s. I think it was, it, was a, it was the 60s and post-60s. I think Vietnam really. The Vietnam era kind of just made everybody want to rebel against that. That's fair, I guess. Everybody yeah, wore t-shirts and jeans. It really seems to be where that kind of like all went downhill. 
But it used to be like you know when people like you, you were going on an airplane, you dressed up to to go to the airport. You mm-hmm. know, you, you you dressed for occasion. No, 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 sweatpants and neck pillow. That's what, I mean. I that's have. What you get now. <laughs> I have overcoats and <laughs> Hombergs and fedoras and walking sticks, and they're complete. All of that stuff is completely out of place in in yeah, today's world. Hundred percent. And, it just, and if you if you if you wore that stuff, people would look at you funny, cockeyed when you walked on the street. But you look better than them. Absolutely, I do. Exactly. So what we need is a committed group. Yes. That to, to hangs like, out in similar places. And right. no, it just does that. Just does that. Yeah, it won't be there. That sounds so like, good. Right. We so can like, start that group, yeah, guys. Like uh, for New Year's Eve, twenty twenty, I want to host like a twenties, the- a roaring twenties themed, where people have to wear dinner jacket and black tie. Can I be the homeless guy then? Um, because you, that's, are the you know guy. that's what would be appropriate for that kind of evening party. Yeah. Number three, Dana, do you got one? Damn it. I remember things when you're talking, and now don't. So you um, had it. Oh, no, no. I was going to say um, scratch pad or being or? old and everything hurts. Yeah, your back. Yep. Yeah. Constant back pain is super annoying. Yep, back knees, old sports injuries. <laughs> right. Don't play sports, kids. No, don't no, ever play sports. You will regret it. <laughs> Those injuries don't go don't, away. Don't even bother learning how to sports. Yeah, don't sports. But remember, everything's a sport. Oh, here we go. Dick bags. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, number two. Everything's a sporty sandwich with you people. <laughs> Making sandwiches is a sport. Oh, my God. Would you just give me a number two? Um, when your delivery gets lost in the postal system. Oh, yeah. That's a pain in the ass. You'll yeah. never get that back. I've had I've had two within this year alone get lost. I got one. The other one, lost for eternity. Yep, that happens. But... Thankfully, the company was nice and just resent it. They no better. Charge. No charge, huh? No, I didn't pay anything. Interesting. Yeah, surprising. It is surprising. My number two is, you guys ready for this? <clears throat> it doesn't have a price on it. It must be free. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I got another one. I got another one. Drops thing in wrong spot. Oop, job security. Oh. The retail... I hate taglines. I hate people that that treat people in retail like shit. That is what annoys me. Can you check in the back? Oh yeah, can you check in the back? There is no back. Yeah, I used There's to. No back. I, I used, how do you know? Because I, I freaking work here. That's how I know. I used to actually walk back through the double doors. I did that too, and I would just it's stand easier. there and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wait. And wait count, a couple seconds and come back out and be like, "Nope, I don't see it." I've done that too because it's easier. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do the same version of that at the office where adjusting glasses. Like some people are just super picky, and like you change something, not at all, and they're like, yep. "Oh no, no, this is wrong now." And then, so we have a, a salt pan to warm up the glasses to bend them and everything. So I'll just go in there, warm it up. Here you go. It's different. See how different it is now that it's warm slightly. Oh, this is great. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. That's usually it. Uh, but there only time, after a lot of There annoying. are times when I didn't do anything to it. Oh, yeah. I just held it for a second and then gave it back and said, there you go. And <laughs> it works. Yeah, I, I'm not lying. This happens. I at least walked around the corner and pretend like, oh, I got to go over here and do super secret important things now. Right. Listen, people. Retail workers are not beneath you. They work their butts off. Right. And their job is not to pick up after... Your lazy ass. It's to make sure that you can find what you're looking for and to make sure the product is there for you. That's their job. Yeah. Are the people who are like walking around 
the store holding something and then last minute decide they don't want it and just shove it arm first into wherever they happen to be standing. Sometimes right in front of the cashier when they could just have easily given it to the cashier. Let's put it on the candy rack. Oh, yeah. 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 That just kills me. Hurl just give it to the there. cashier because you know what? The cashier has somebody that comes by and picks that and takes care of that stuff. Because if you put it on the candy rack, we might not find that until later at night. And now we get written up because we didn't find it. Or we're, we have to stay later to pick it up after your sorry ass. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, number two, Ken. Disposability. Ooh. Ooh. Everything is Every disposable now. Everything is ridiculous. The, the level of, like, houses and cars are disposable. I mean, it's not even like, oh, yeah. we can't. Find a way to clean a toothbrush properly. We'll just throw those ones away. Fine. But everything, like your couches are disposable. Like they don't last for generations anymore. Like you get five, six years out of it and then something breaks because it's made out of tinder. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really – and how much waste? How much waste? Right. And where is it going? You Oceans. Know? Landfills in the ocean. Yeah. And then people, yeah, houses houses are disposable now. People just walk away from a house and leave it there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, what but do they the, care? The, the, the materials built out of aren't even the same as they used no. to be. I no. mean, you know, we're manufacturing lumber as cheap as possible. And everybody tells you that the houses are were worth more back then when they're made better. That's a dirty lie. No. Absolutely it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. House, as a percentage of income, houses cost a hell of a lot less and they lasted a hell of a lot longer. Yep, 100%. So I would never live in a new house. No, they're just... Plywood. This house at 70 is probably is is probably the high end of what I would want to... is is the, But the limit of how old I would want to... Or how new I'd want a house to be. Yeah. And everything in this... Like, all the plumbing in this house is copper. <laughs> and I thank God for that. But, like, I actively go on eBay and, like, find old shit that, <laughs> that I want. Right. I have binders upstairs that have steel hinges on them. They're, they're 40 years old and they're never going to go bad. Right. Number two, Dayton, you got one? Nope. <laughs> All right. All right, well, think of a number one. Uh, Jonathan, number one. I want to go last. Right. Okay, wait, wait, I got one. Um, basically, any human interaction with people I don't know. You hate that? Mostly, yeah. What about that girl that was all over you at the concert? That's you didn't fun. know her. <laughs> Yeah, but boobs. So there was that. <laughs> so if there's boobs involved, you're okay so, yeah, with it. If it was a starfish, is there not? Wait, 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 wait. Is there never a spot where there is boobs involved that you're not okay with it? Not really. If I it's mean, like Pete, your are they? Are they man boobs? <laughs> are they your grandmothers? Well, obviously, we're not going that. I mean, people road. aren't okay. Are people aren't generally okay interacting with my boobs? Yeah, I don't want to be rubbing up on Ken's boobs. He's talking about, okay, context here, guys. He's talking about a girl at a concert that was good looking. Oh, she was ugly, but she had boobs. No, no, no. she was all right. She was actually I'm, I'm not just, ugly. I'm just kidding. No, no, here's here's the issue I, when I'll have with that. I'm fine with that unless my girlfriend's standing next to me, and then it gets weird and awkward. Just have her join no, in. Mostly, I yeah, like. Yeah, not happening. Those weird places throughout life where you have to have like this interaction where you're like looking at the same shelf as somebody in the aisle you know and and you want to get to the thing that they're standing in front of and they're kind of looking at the thing that you're standing in front of and you guys got to do that little bit of dance where someone like pretends to be interested in this other thing for a second and walks away to give you space to go over there and then you got to go now look at the thing that you want to look at but then 
you're on your way out and you kind of see someone that you did the dance with earlier and you don't want to say hi to them because you don't know them or care about them, but you've like made eye contact now and then you're going, but then you got to do the same dance through the parking lot because there's a car coming and there's this other person. Are you going to go? Am I going to go? Are we waiting for this thing? And it's like, oh no, somebody waved somebody along. It's like any of that crap. I just hate it. <laughs> I guess you do. Do you ever just give them the nod? If you make eye contact, oh, you just yeah, give them the my, nod? I do my best to navigate. I do my best to be an adult and like a reasonable person and communicate at, as best I can with as little as I can. Yeah, tip your hat. But no, yeah, the, the whole thing. Or like when somebody wants to consult with you on what they should get. Like you're both looking at the same, um, you know, soup. And it's like, oh, oh wait, have you had that one? Is it, how is it? And it's like, yeah. I don't fucking know. Random what conversation about. with stranger yeah. is like, oh, no, no, no. Like you don't really want to know my, I you don't. don't even know me. Why are you asking, why are you valuing my opinion all of a sudden? I don't but know what you don't. like. <laughs> they just like to talk to people. They just want to talk at you. Yeah. You, they just want you to listen to them talk. I'm gonna at go. You. Out, yeah, I'm gonna go out of my way to find them, make them feel as uncomfortable as possible. It's, and like, it's always don't eat that one and give me the raging poops for three days. Uh, right, <laughs> man. It's always like the same lonely old guy who will talk to literally oh, no. any I, human I, being who holds still long I enough. I love talking to a lonely old guy. There are certain circumstances in which I actually enjoy that kind of thing. If I could get out of those conversations better, I might like them. But I am always trapped in those conversations. Oh yeah. Next thing you know, you guys are having Thanksgiving dinner together. Yeah, that's too much. You're going, no, just me, you're like, going around the bend, my friend. Literally slowly backing away, trying to get them to like acknowledge that I don't want to be in the conversation anymore and just stop talking and go away. It's like in a 20-minute conversation at the bus stop with another parent doing that exact same thing. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I should let you go. Yeah, you should. Okay. Oh, no, we're still talking? Great. Let's... Let's just keep talking about that. Never-ending conversations. Yeah. yeah, like you've tried to you've you you've wrapped it up already, but they haven't. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. You wrap it up like several times where we even say like bye, and then more talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been there a couple people like that before for sure. Yeah. All right, my number one is people. People. And I tried not Whatever to talk. It is. I tried to not to. No, you can stop there. I try, yeah, I try not to talk too much in, about people, but it's people that don't use their blinker that kills me. I mean, how inconsiderate is that? All you're doing is flipping a switch. That's letting me know that hey, you're gonna cut me off in a second, right? Or hey, you're gonna turn. Oh, that means I can yeah. go. Why are we breaking suddenly? Oh, it's because you're gonna turn. I get it now. Right. <laughs> You have a blinker, and that's the sole purpose of the blinker is to be considerate to other people. It tells the other people that you know they're there, and this is what I'm doing, and I respect that you're there. But they don't. Res- they don't respect you. They don't respect you. They're busy looking at their phones, right? To bother with the blinker. The only thing that bothers me more than people who don't use their blinker are people who turn their blinker on literally as they're starting to turn the wheel. Yeah. What's the point at that point? I'm I mean, like, I'm already confused as to what the hell's going on. You're here. already in the middle of your turn. And that tells Why me that that tells me that you know the blinker, you know the blinker exists, you know that I exist. You're just doing that to be. You're just doing that because you're an asshole, right? I mean, I feel like that's just inconsiderate, and it takes two seconds to flip up a, to turn right. it on. Two seconds, and well, it, and it turns off by itself. Right, but the the, the <laughs> late the late turn on of the blinker is if you just like hold your fingers out, it'll bump the bar. In the direction that you're turning, like it's really just if you like on bump, accident. If you if you bump the bar on my car, it'll actually blink four times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. mine does too. Mine does also. You don't actually turn the blinker on. You, like if you're changing lanes, just tap it a little bit. It'll blink in the front enough for you to get over. Huh. Yeah. Your new car should have that. 
All right, Ken, number one. Cognitive dissonance. (laughs) (laughs) The the ruin of our great nation. (laughs) The fall, the fall of decline, the decline and fall of Western civilization is through cognitive cognitive dissonance. dissonance. Is that the same as double think? No. Um, cognitive dissonance is uh, when you know when you know that something that you believe in is false, and you don't care, and you don't care, and your brain thinks up this reason why it's true okay. for you. That is Orwell's double think. Yeah, it's it's almost like where you have to like know a thing is false and believe it with your whole heart, and live your life that way. Where there's like you know it can't possibly be true, but you live everything. A- believe absolutely like it is true yeah it, it would be like if you took a flat earther out into space right and you showed him the globe of the world well but when he's looking at it it would no, still no, no, look no. like a it'll still look rotating. like yeah well right. i mean it's it's warning every 45 minutes on a space shuttle i mean it, but, it's going around but in their head right they're gonna tell you that a something something's wrong like you drugged them or something or b that's still a 2D image. Right. That's cognitive dissonance. Yeah, it's like a view, yeah. you're looking at a Viewmaster image of the world at that point. Where it's yeah. Like, it's basically doubling doubling down on a lie. Yeah. Almost. But it's well. almost doubling down on a false reality. When you've, been, when you've been shown that what you believe in is false. Demon- when you believe in things that are demonstrably false. Demonstrably. Right. But, in, but refuse to accept it. Yeah. It's disgusting. I believe what I believe because I want to believe it, and nothing, nobody's going to convince me otherwise. Right. That is literally what's going to lead to the decline and fall of Western civilization. Yeah, like, look at what happened to vaccines. Look at the anti-vaccine movement. That's cognitive what? dissonance 100%. It's been 100%. completely discredited. Yeah, the yeah. This, this study that caused that has been completely discredited. The guy actually took payments from lawyers that were trying to sue the vaccine companies. Completely discredited. I mean, people that know anything about science look at that study and, and just laugh mm-hmm. their asses off. But people will not give it up. Oh, no. They will not. And now, measles was deemed gone in 2000. Now it's back with a vengeance. Polio's back, too. Polio's right. back now. I mean, now. what the hell? I mean, how do you... Because of these people. We were crossing them off the list, people. We when, we does, were... when does smallpox show There were up? like nine cases of polio left in the world. World. And we no, got rid nope, of... it's back. Yeah, we got rid of smallpox in the '60s, polio in the late or early '90s, '93, I believe, and we declared measles gone in the U.S. in 2000. Everything's back. It's all back, and it's all because of these shitty people and cognitive dissonance. Right, blaming. You got a number one, Dana. It's not quite as grand, um, and it is driving related. Uh, but people who at a four-way stop will wave you on if they pulled up second or really anybody who's just like trying to be nice while they're driving just irritates the shit just do the thing you're supposed to do if you want to yeah know wanna, what the rules are if you want to be I'm nice sorry. if you want to be nice I apologize now. yeah no don't show up at second cuz if i show up second i i've stopped my car waiting for you to go don't wave me on just fucking go it's your turn that's it, how stop signs turn. work yep. yeah and more often than not, you end up with, like, three cars simultaneously going because one asshole who's supposed to be going is trying to wave everybody on. Also, the person also the person waving you on isn't technically legally entitled to direct traffic. 
Right. <laughs> right. Because you're not a cop. No. But it's just like all those little things where people are just like, oh, I'm trying to be nice. Look at this favor I'm doing for you. Just get the fuck out of the way. Do the, That's how driving works. We're all get, right. speeding around in metal death machines. Uh, just I, be predictable. I that's just, all I want. I just assume the people who do that don't understand how four-way stops work. No. They're just waiting for everybody else to go so they can go and not have to worry about whose turn they're taking or whatever. I kind of want to like buy TV time. Just to like every once in a while be like, hey, just in case you totally forgot and suck at driving, this is how four-way stop works. Or roundabouts. Oh, Especially yeah. in Grand Blank, we need that. Because I'm not 100% sure on how roundabouts work, but I'm 1,000% sure nobody else in Grand Blank does either. Because it's, it's treated like a four-way stop you, most of the time. It's not a four-way stop. It's not a four-way stop. You yield to the person in the roundabout. Right. If there's no one in the roundabout, right. you go. It's that easy. Right. That's it. That's literally oh, it. But you will get absolute death stares from the guy to the right of you if you just go because it was his turn. But that's not how it works. I don't, anyways. No, right? But that's that's the way it's All right, it. Jonathan. Still better than the, I'm sorry. Just yeah. still better than the people who refuse to use roundabouts because they don't understand how they work. Oh, I won't do that. I'm not I'm not I'm not going in. I'm don't not, even I'm, try, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll find a different route. Don't even try. All right, Jonathan. You're number 1. The number 1 thing that annoys me the most people who talk slowly and dramatically no can't stand william shatner movies is waiting waiting for what anything no the movie no not the movie i actually like that movie (laughs) (laughs) no just waiting i hate waiting for you made us wait people for that i know it was kind of supposed to be uh Mm. little jab at myself i hate waiting for myself i hate waiting for other people i hate waiting for computers i hate waiting for servers internet connections i hate waiting wow you're one impatient son of a bitch i hate waiting for other people to do their job oh yeah that's annoying i hate waiting for other people to have their job finished yeah i hate waiting for people to turn left (laughs) i hate waiting right you coward just go (laughs) you had room what's wrong with you I hate waiting. It is the worst thing ever. I hate waiting for the movie to start. I hate waiting for commercials to end. It sounds like you have timing issues. I hate time. I guess so. Time is a construct. It is. Me and Pete were talking about that earlier today. We were. We're not going to talk about that now, though. Maybe next week. But, yep, that's my number one thing that I hate the most and that annoys me the most is waiting. Just like you've been waiting for the end of this podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed listening. And if you didn't, just wait till the next one. We're going to do... Are we going to do the nominees? We'll do our nominees. Oh. The next week, we are, we are doing nominees for the first ever... Jonathan, you want to say it? The first ever... Well, it's actually going to be the, the 2018... 2018. Vlix. Crap, no one cares about awards of the year. That's right. That comes... <laughs> nominees and categories come next week. Right. So if you have a nominee... That needs a category. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the Vlix 2018 Nobody Crap no, Crap Nobody Cares About of the Year awards? Sure. Yeah, we can change the language a little bit. But I thought awards should be the last word. We can do that, too. Yeah. We can have an award for that. We can have an award for awards. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, next week is our Go Home Christmas edition, so we're going to be doing our best and worst Christmas songs. That's right. And movies. And best and worst Christmas movies. And whatever else stupid tidbits of information we pick up along along the week. 
That's feel right. F- feel free to send us anything you might find interesting. Yeah, if you think it's funny, or we can make it funny, or make it normal. Or if you just haven't watched, <laughs> we can take all of the humor <laughs> make it out normal. Of it. We can't make anything normal. Right. We can. There's we a bright, shining center to your world. We'll turn it round. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. If there's something you want us to talk about. Or if you want to join right us. There. You can join us. There's a chair right over there. We do have a chair. Put them in the hot yeah. seat. That doesn't come with a mic, though. You're not allowed to talk. We can, we can hook them up. You can just watch. We'll just take Danon's away. Somebody <laughs> can sit in between me oh. and Pete, too. They can, too. We've got space. Oh, yeah. We'd have two yeah. guests. Two. Right. Well, For the price of one. There's, yeah, there's, there's other chairs in the room. Right, one Which of them can sit on my lap. It'll be we just good. put away a whole se- a whole seating area from over there when the tree went up. Yeah, we can actually yeah. we can actually have a peanut gallery for this. We have a studio audience. We'll throw mixed nuts at them. <laughs> They'd like out that. of a TV out of a, out of a VHS box. That's right. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoy listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>